The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. It's the Gutter Skypes. Yes, episode or session 85. And we have in this recording Sex Lies and Ultra Spies by Hex Games. Bet you thought I was going to say fiasco, didn't you? Well, there are occasions where we don't act where we don't play fiasco, where we actually do get to carry out our plans and have a game session that uh, that we expected to have. In this particular one, the gameplay takes place, or rather begins, at 1 hour and 11 minutes into the recording. That's for those, that's for those folks that just want to get right through the gameplay and don't want to hear any of the feedback, any of the preamble or banter or any of that stuff. I, I will never, I won't understand why you would want to miss any of that, but hey, just to let you know, hour and 11 minutes. Some special notes that I'm going to mention. Uh, one in particular is that missing die that flew off into the void, the Never Never Land, the alternate dimension, was indeed found by Mark Kinney. So references to it um, are, are dated, are slightly out of date. Is this important? I, I don't think so, I suppose not, but what the hell? It struck me that I should make mention of it. Another thing I would like to do at this point is thank people very much that have placed orders for solid symbols. Thank you. You know who you are. I don't have your permission to single you out and say, hey, so-and-so bought uh, these pieces from solid symbols and thereby supported the gutter skypes. And of, and of course, uh, there's, there's, there's no reason why anybody that's taken a chance and ordered one or two or three even from there's nothing preventing anyone from uh, taking pictures of them and posting them on the forums on the gutter skypes forums and saying hey check this out got this from solid symbols what do you think in which case i would immediately make mention of it on the show and mention your name specifically since it's on the forums and that would be a great thing to do i'd recommend it another thing one other thing that I'm going to mention is we got uh, we got feedback. We did get a little uh, a bit of after the wire um, after the show recorded feedback that uh, you're going to hear in two weeks' time. One in particular is an audio file from the trilobite. I would just place that in here and play it, but I'd, I'd much rather I'd much rather that the rest of the rest of the gutter skypes team here actually get to hear it themselves and make and comment on it um so that's that's the way that's going to be presented but here's an early thank you to the trilobite for a fine audio file and there's some surprise feedback from someone we were very pleased to hear from but you'll figure that out once we get to that point very proud very pleased 
indeed to hear from this individual and it put a little bit of the put a little bit of the extra pressure on blind geek but you'll you'll you'll, you'll figure it out when we get to that point okay i'm done with this what what uh what what i should do here is say it's sex lies and ultra spies hell of a lot of fun first session proper we had the the pre-movie teaser thing quite a bit of the banter at the beginning of the show is of media pop culture television and cinema of the era during which this particular genre came into its own so it's not entirely full tangent as you'll find out if I keep going any further, you won't need to bother to listen to the show. So um, I think I'll just—I think I'll just stop here. Here we go with the Gutter Skypes, Session Eighty-Five: Sex Lies and Ultra Spies. Please enjoy. Hello, I am not on Skype right now. Please leave a message. This will be recorded by Howard Ryan. Ha 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 ha. Hello. Hello. Hey. Okay, so this first email is from... Oh, crap. Hang on a second. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute. Um, Nikki, how are you? Are you all right? Nikki? You okay? You're fine? Okay, Andrew? Woot. Woot, that's good. Mark Kinney, how you doing? It's interesting. Okay, cool. This uh, this first this first forum post. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Have you been hitting the uh, tootsie rolls again, Adam? <laughs> you know how he gets. I went to bed at two o'clock in the morning, like an idiot. How many uh, days ago? Last night. <laughs> Oh, I see. Always upping the stakes. (laughs) You know, you always know how to step over the razor wire and into the extreme. (laughs) The rake that's hiding in the grass, and I step on it. Yes. Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm wired. I'm just like kind of like... You sound all kinds of happy. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Is everybody all kinds of happy? Um, all kinds of... And this is very embarrassing because I have no excuse for this. Because God knows I've had plenty of time. I'm un- I'm not as pre- yeah, exactly. I am not as prepared as I Are should you be unprepared for this. Prepared again? Yes. Oh, I was. I love it when it happens to other yeah. people. You know, it's one thing when you go, "Oh crap! I've had one, you know, a couple hours of no- notice. I've had like months of notice, and I, I mean, I know what the basic." You know, we're we're gonna be fine. It's you guys probably won't even notice, but and you're cyborging. Mm-hmm. See how it, it's this new headset. It does it for like five seconds and then it resolves itself. So I don't or I don't know if it's the headset or if it's Skype or what. But uh, oh, cool. I I don't. I've just been dealing with it. If it becomes too annoying, I can switch to my internal mic or my built-in computer mic. Uh, I'm mute I, I don't avoid chewing noises here. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why it does it. It's really irritating. It's actually no. It's I'm sorry. I take it back. It's not a Skype thing because it does it when I'm recording with this mic for the podcast, and I'll be recording this great piece of opening dialogue, and then I go listen back to it, and all of a sudden, in the middle of it, it starts going like this. Well, that's just you, isn't it? 
Is it irritating? <laughs> is it, is yes. it annoying? It is because do, then do I. Do you really not like it? <laughs> I really don't. Mr. K. Yeah. If you would please. On the, the the first one. I'm sorry. I was. I was. Welcome I was, to the world. I was trying to give you a. I was trying to give you a cue and. and I, I, Okay, right. sorry. 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 It's, I'm sorry. Uh, it was my fault. Shall we try that again? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the moment's gone now. Is it... Thrill is I... gone. I'm out of here. Thrill is gone. <laughs> the moment's gone. Please. Welcome to the world. <laughs> Welcome to the world. The moment's gone. <laughs> it's all ruined. Never mind. <sighs> Ciao. I, I was going to so, say something, I forgot what it was, so I'm just going to mute myself so I don't punish anyone with my... So, so while, sir, while others read feedback, I may be taking... I may be taking... <laughs> Frantically trying to get prepared. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm, thinking, I'm trying to get Chris, get a hold of Chris, because he expressed interest in joining us, and I didn't get a chance to email him until today. And he's been at work, so I may not have even gotten the email, so I think I'm going to take a moment and call him real quick. And run through the house going, ah, like that. Hey, no, I, okay. Mainly because it's just fun to do. <laughs> so, all right, let's see. In order to get underway and have as much gaming time as possible, I suppose the best thing we should do right now is start well, talking about Don't worry about, about having as much game time as possible. Come on now. <laughs> this is the no, no, no. This is the gutter sky. Come on. We're ready to start in three minutes. Here we go. It's 7.10. You know, we've got, you know, there's dice to roll. And things have to happen here that are game-related and of the game and have to be carefully filled in and meticulously GM'd by Blind Geek. (laughs) Go ahead, Blind Geek. Take it away. Actually, Oh, nice dice effects. What we should do is just... You know, you know what? We should talk about Terry Pratchett and his books. No, sure. Well, we're not going to talk a... about that because, well, actually, I can't play tonight because I'm not speaking to Blind Geek right now, uh, and it's all Terry what? Pratchett related. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. I am just going by. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought he was not speaking to you because of your insistence on the Vulcan death grip. <laughs> there is no Vulcan death grip. I gotta tell you, I I laughed so I laughed out loud at your delivery the the last MTMJ. It was just when you got to that point, and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, and I still laughed. It was still that funny because I I'm that easily amused. I guess. Yeah, I <laughs> me too. Apparently. <laughs> Actually, I did want to mention that, and I'm sure Nikki knows about this already. The cool set of stamps they came out with in uh, in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, depicting wizards. Did you see this? No. Is this? You didn't. Are these no. real stamps or cunning artificer stamps? No, I think they're real. I think so they're genuine real United Kingdom British issue I'm gonna go look postal them. collector. Though uh, I don't think it's called wizards. I think it's called magic and something or other. UK magic. But it's wizards. Yeah, UK wizard stamps, something like that. You'll see it. Hmm. One is Nanny Og and one is Rincewind. And the picture they did of Rincewind actually looks like the character. Imagine that. Wacky. Uh, yeah. All I know is that on one of the blurbs uh, about Terry Pratchett, it says that he's the most shoplifted author in Great Britain, which I just think 
What a claim to fame, eh? That's funny. <laughs> Multi-print. That's great. Get Terry Pratchett in Great Britain and uh, Abby Hoffman here in the Royal United States, but that was his own fault. <laughs> Ooh, there they are. I found them. Magic Circle? There, it's a series of stamps depicting wizards and magical people. Uh, I only saw like six or seven of them. Blank coin revealed tether tail and a coat of varnish is rubbed up. Yeah. No. I'm munching chicken into my micro microphone rudely. Let me mute myself. You're, Here we you're go. They've got an Aslan stamp. Yeah, that's right. I'm not finding the right thing. Damn oh, it, I, I just typed in UK wizard stamps. I did magic stamps, and it came up with magic stamps. A set of fun stamps marking the centenary of centenary. Yeah, of the Magic Circles Foundation. They sound a lot. Rub the spotted scarf with your fingers. <laughs> So are uh, the magic no, stamps yeah. related to, to, to the, the magic mushrooms in any way here? Or? Yeah. Here, lick this stamp. We don't know what they're gummed with. You're right. You're absolutely right. There could hey, be I've ever... heard that trick before. <laughs> hey, we'll fetch us a set of these. Look, I'll send you money. Wizard stamps from the UK? That, yeah? 60 yeah. stamps? World's most famous wizards? <gasps> I need these. <laughs> the sly oyster? Aren't they good? What a great name, the Sly Oyster. Oh! Oh, those are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Come here. Come on. Oh, come on, damn. Quick, 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 quick. He froze up. Bugger. Mm -hmm. Who's the dude with the with the leaves on? Oh, there we go. Ah, now it rolled right past. <laughs> huh. You're having browser issues. I'm told. There's Rincewind. Hi, Rincewind. Yeah. Dumbledore. Yeah, Rince. Yeah. Oh, Merlin. That's who it's supposed to be. Yeah, right. mm. <gasps> Nanny Og! <laughs> I know. It's her one tooth. <laughs> and oh, her mug of beer. So yeah, well... You, you can't go to the ball. Her. Why? Because you're a disgusting old baggage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're common as mud. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Common as mud. That's me. It's me. <laughs> well, those are brilliant. Hmm. Huh. I want some of these. Who will send me some of these? <laughs> Those are terrific. Sorry, I'm I'm muting myself to mm -hmm. keep from chewing into the mic again. What are you having? Something fun? It sounds fabulous. Anyway. <laughs> well, you... You snack on your dinner. Shall we read email? <laughs> feedback Ooh. the word. Feedback? Feedback and stuff, yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Enjoying a nibble? Right. Yes, it, we, we, it, feedback must happen like, like a, 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 an arrow being shot at a, at a bullseye in a zen fashion. Go on, lad. Take it away. Off you go. <laughs> it's great having a Foley artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can't read. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> Winning steak is done. <clears throat> no, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, go on then. Forum post from Dan Marashek. I've got to agree with Adam that the late start was the biggest reason you didn't complete the story. I don't think you need more planning in the scenes. Just maybe keep a sharper eye out for when a scene can start coming to a close, especially the person or people who need to decide on the resolution. 
If you wanted to speed the actual gameplay up, the easiest place is probably in the initial setup phase rather than the scenes. It's not like there are a lot of terrible choices for the relationships, etc., so you'll probably have just as much fun in the game if you make snap decisions ra- there rather than carefully considered ones. Hmm. Probably what would true. be the fun of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to live know. with the consequences of your snap decisions. <laughs> but that's the point like of fiasco. Yeah. We like <laughs> of procrastination, damn it. Or, or not limited. Everybody dies! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've done that, too. I'm moving merrily right along. Oh, time's up. Everybody dies. Damn it. Nikki, can, I, you keep an, can you keep an eye out in case Chris comes on? I, not talking to you. I don't <laughs> you. I'm not asking you to talk to me. I'm just asking you to keep an eye out to see if Chris comes on. You can tell Adam because he's the one who's got to conference him in. Well, I added him to the group, and his number was dialed along with everybody else's when we first started this. So he should just be well, he's not online yet, I don't think. But I don't know. He may he may not have gotten my message. I left him a voicemail just now, uh, letting him know. Hmm. He, he, yeah. Well, I. But I, his I, phone was turned off, so I don't know if he's gotten the email. He may not have because I because he's working, and I sent it. Or he was. Home too. Huh? He's got kidlets when he gets home. Well, he was the one that wanted to play tonight, so mm. I'm just trying to accommodate. That's what I do. I'm the accommodator. I'm the accommodator. <laughs> Adam, if I see Chris appear online, I will be sure to let you know. Uh, thank you. I'll tell Eric you said that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam. Did Nikki say something? I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I will act as the uh, uh, interlocutor or, or what the hell are you? We go between. Be that. <laughs> Just remember, you have a character in this game which I am running, so you may wish to be a little bit forgiving. And thank you. Andros, huh? Anna yeah. Mark, Andros, take about 50 yum yums. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> oh, who's that standing over there in the dark, in the rain? <laughs> With a hole in her raincoat. Fine. I'll so sad. Go, I'll just go find some other group that'll let me play and not be mean and horrible and cruel. I'll just take my dice and go. Now you see what you've done? You see what you've done, Eric? You've turned her into Princess Zephyr. <laughs> well, I've already decided. I'm, I'm either going to be 14 and three quarters or 95 forever. Those are my two ages from now mm. on, depending on my mood. So. Mm. I'd go for an average. Nope. 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 This is That's just proof that, that the sociologists are right who say that uh, things people keep wanting to be younger and younger and younger in our society because, you know, time was when 39 was just fine, but now... Or it's gone all the way down to 14 three Or 95. God, I look fabulous for being 95. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But anyway. Well, hey, look, there's a forum post from Trevor, a.k.a. Gamecaster. Yeah. I'll read this. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dan. <laughs> I think there was an... I just wanted to make mention really quick. I think there was an assumption on Dan's part that there was a... Tenth of a thimble full of discipline <laughs> to be distributed among uh, 
among certain parts of the evening um, on many occasions, but mostly uh, mostly this last fiasco thing, we kind of... he Yeah, what he said. It is. And thank you for the forum post. Sorry, go ahead, Nikki. You said what? Nope, nope. It's forum post from Trevor, a.k.a. Gamecaster. Keen. And here it is, quick like a bunny. It, it, he says... Loved the high energy of the blathering in the beginning of the game and the reading of the fan mail. However, the game design for this fiasco episode took too much heavy breathing to get past. <laughs> was it, truly, it was truly a mind-altering game to listen to. I'm so glad that you enjoyed my forum post. Anum, I can see that television episode or movie scene occurring with the fencing opponents. However, I believe that the best <laughs> medium would be the original Star Trek episode that had... Uh-oh. Ikaru? Ikaru. Ikaru. Yeah, okay, thank you. As the fencer, the episode was the one where the crew of the Enterprise had been infected by the buzz-inducing effects. Hmm. The I didn't time. see that I bet you yep. can tell. I'm unsure of the name of it. And it was nice to see someone other than the captain with their shirts and clothes off. Hey! In the yep. game, before you even started to play, I found the design to be very entertaining. Well, thanks, Trevor. Glad you liked it. Indeed. Sorry, I didn't see that. Mind start. altering. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a good thing or a, doesn't sound like that was a good thing. Well, he seemed to enjoy it. What the hell? Who are we to judge? Don't judge. <laughs> yeah, maybe the heavy breathing was on his end. I, you know, there's a line here, and information stays on. The I'm just going by what he said. <laughs> Notice after the yum yum right now she's talking to me. <laughs> Just <laughs> the mistake. A fluke of Skype. <laughs> and, am I am I actually coming through my, my headset microphone? Or does it sound I can tell fun? you, but I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. Can you hear this <laughs> click sound? Actually, actually. Can you hear that click sound? No. Because it, I... it's weird. I, I... <laughs> I shut up who I'm not speaking to. So <laughs> No laughing. Anyway. Um, and now that's Charlie X. That's a different episode. <laughs> it's it's no laughing! That's right. <laughs> that's a great episode. Anyway. It's just weird. It's like... uh, more classic Star Trek lines came out of the naked time. I think that's mm-hmm. probably... It's just... Wow. It's... i got to change the laws of physics. Yeah. i got to have 30 minutes. The cat's eating it, the it's a favorite. Second cat. only to Trouble with Tribbles. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's one I'm not really a keen... I'm not keen on that one myself. I, eh. oh. I don't like the naked of, time? No, not really. I, I'm not a big fan of the episodes of any series where the crew goes all loopy for reasons unknown. And it's like... It just, it's not just Star Trek. Farscape did that sometimes, and those are my least favorites as well. They licked the, the magic stamps. That's why they went all. Yeah, it just, it's kind of, uh, I just, eh, it just isn't my thing. But love, well, love I it. don't see how they expected to be uh, protected from alien microbes by orange bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. It's worth Come a try. on. <laughs> You're right. It should have been the blue bubble wrap. That's the only oh, yeah. thing that works against alien microbes. Yes, I found Mr. Spock. I'm talking to Mr. Spock right now on Jettison. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Really? <laughs> Okie dokie. Thank you. Another that Trevor that's one of class. Shatner's finer acting moments right there. <laughs> Thank you, right, Trevor. Right up there with, I want to live! I want to live! <laughs> 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 
Oh my god! You just. You just. That was like having pickle juice poured on my brain. And I say Everything that loving that particular back. episode as well, so I. I, I, I but yeah, he's, okay. he's fun to watch for a variety of reasons. A couple of DVDs yeah. that I've got. I, I have out of Netflix, I have Free Enterprise. Mm, I'll be watching I that soon. That. Good. I've got to, yeah. I gotta get that. And in the El Cheapo bin, I actually found a copy of Incubus. Hmm. Oh my god. Which was his, the, 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 the movie he was in where they all spoke Esperanto. Oh dear. I've heard how <laughs> fabulous that one is. It's dull as hell. It's Enjoy. It really is. is that pre or post curly perm thing, Tony? That's pre. Curly. This is pre? I think this is even pre-Star Trek. Wow. Honestly. Is it? I thought it was, I, I I think thought so. it was after. I'm assuming it's subtitled if everyone's speaking yeah. Esperanto. Okay. Yeah. I still can't get through, because I, I have a number of the original episodes from the first season, and uh, boy, it's slow going. Because mm. I'm not picking out the best <laughs> ones. And, and I do get hung up looking at the, um, at the production values. <laughs> I say yeah, it. I think... Being blind has its advantages in watching the original Star Trek. <laughs> well, the only, yeah. the only plus is that William Shatner totally rocked his uniform, I have to admit. But, um, back Depended on day. what part of the season it was. Well, this was the very first one. <laughs> the very oh, the very first year. one? Yeah, he, is, he was still a starving actor. Just like, it was just like in the, the Next Generation. They were all skinny as rails when they first signed yeah, up because they were funny. actors. It's funny. Actors it's, can't afford to eat. That's true, but... It was like the only person that they that they paid the costume department to tailor the outfit was on him. <laughs> the thing is, that thing is like stitched around on his body. It's amazing. Everybody yeah, else. Yeah, boy, did they regret it once he started making money. Black nylon sack things. <laughs> he's, he's in this perfectly tailored uniform. It's great. Well, they got pretty gratuitous with the female crew members. Oh, my God. Think, if, those, if those dresses got any shorter, they'd be up around their ears. It's amazing how short those... Yeah. Mini skirts, yeah. yeah. Mini, mini, micro mini, mini skirts. So Ain't it great? Bear that in mind as we get... <laughs> I'm sorry. In the alien worlds, you can see where there's, like, gaps where the flat walls don't quite meet. <laughs> And the sockets, the lap sockets sticking out of things. Oh, you should see the the outtake reel for the Star Trek, the blooper reel, where they have to walk through the door with total faith that it will, in fact, open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's bouncing off of it. Yeah, they had a whole series of people bouncing off the doors. Yeah. Oh, how mm. funny. Oh, I've got to find that, because that would, that would so be worth watching. <laughs> I love it. that sort of thing. That and trying to be all serious and just cracking up all over the place. I'm hoping to catch, because uh, sometimes this happens, especially in the old 60s TV shows, where you can see the crew people lurking in the background. I love that. Like, you know, there'll be some grip kind of moseying across the back of the soundstage. Duh, duh, duh. Oh, oh. <laughs> I like it when they show something ultra-modern and it turns out to be... Uh, you know, within a couple of years or five years, the most mundane household thing, like uh, and when when uh, Riley was poisoned in Conscience of the King, it was his black gloved hand that came out and squirted something into his milk, with a with a probably one of the first um, I don't know. It looks like the top of a Windex or a Febreze bottle. 
But they didn't have them in 1966. <laughs> oh, funny. I did not even know that. Yep, they didn't huh. have them in 1966. They were brand spanking frickin' new. And nobody expects to probably find... Who is it? Feinberger? Feinberg? Who's yeah. the property manager? Oh, I, uh, I think it was Feinberg, because that's what they named the Feinberger medical device after. Was Yeah, he probably saw this thing and said, Oh, that looks so ultra-modern space-agey. I'm going to use that as the poison dispenser thing. And then you look at it now, and it's like, they just sprayed Windex in his milk. <laughs> no wonder he's always flopping on the floor. See, and when they, redid, when, they, when they did the new versions, I would have thought some of that was stuff that they would mess with to make it at least seem more, you know, just put something on the device to make it seem less like a Windex. I mean, it's CG. Hmm. There's got to be something they could have done for some of that stuff. I mean, I realize they wanted... To, that would have taken know. so much charm out of that scene, though. Yeah. It would have taken so much charm. I'm sorry, yeah, Mark, you were going to say what? And, and there's all, all kinds of limitations as far as the onboard these ship scenes. It's, really, it's easier to just do all, all of the external stuff. Mm. In a quarry. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love when they're on the bridge, people just crossing back and forth with their clipboard, looking mm -hmm. very earnest. And <laughs> they look down at the clipboard, they look at the wall, and then they cross. <laughs> you see? No, did, your, did your lights blink? Yeah, my lights blink. Did your lights blink? No, I just had sliding cardboard. You're lucky. There was no blinking lights. It's just, okay, now I cross stage left, and I stand there. Oh, now I trundle around, you know, on a slight diagonal stage right, and look at least, my clip. And the lights were the blinking and blinking, and they were flashing and blinking and flashing. <laughs> <laughs> i got to write this down with my little stylus. Mm-hmm. Ruining my show. <laughs> the at one least, at least. I did just get all the way through was when they find Han, like it was the the, the ship. Oh, the, okay. Then you've yeah. seen Naked Time. Naked Time was way back there. No, well, I think I'm not missed. I don't have the very first disc, so this is like episode twenty or something. So mm. seeds of something or other, and so that's Space where they seed. get. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that. So, but they've got Khan over at on the Enterprise in the mm. hospital ward, and it's like there's three people, Bones and two others, and they're all standing around, and all they can do is stare at him, stare at a screen, and Bones has the little weedy 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 weedy, you know, the little the little tiny. Oh, that's Roger. That's a different show. Um, <laughs> light up thing that they, you know, they keep, they keep like pretending to run it back and forth over his chest, but like nothing else is happening. There's nothing on the screen. <laughs> the only medical thing they can think of to do. One of the techs there. forgot to plug the damn thing in. That's all. Light up <laughs> Nikki, are you saying they were playing doctor? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Who knows when the camera turned away? That was highly amusing. Yeah, I like this examination bed. Yeah. It's rich Corinthian leather. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least on the Enterprise, they did one better than than uh, the Sea View. On Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, every time they had a, a scene in below decks where they were going to quarters or special rooms or something, it looked like they were in a freaking office building. Mm -hmm. Especially the first season. No, Straight I, hallways I, and doors that open. It's like. You built an office complex uh, or a corporate center inside a, a submarine. Well Pretty done. Big submarine. <laughs> they, just walked out, they just walked out of the soundstage. They're like, okay, we need some office. Okay. <laughs> just go over to the producer's office. Do you know, I'd totally forgotten about that show, and my dad just mentioned it the other day because apparently that was like father-daughter thing to do was hunker around the TV set and watch 
that shelf. Voyage to the bottom of the sea? Yeah, and as soon as he mentioned it, the only memory I have, and God only knows how many episodes we watched, right? The only memory I have is in the big the big window in the front of the ship when the thing with tentacles would come over and grab the ship and... <laughs> there was another big thing. <laughs> grab the ship. That's the big memory I have of that whole... Did you, ever notice, did you ever notice they used the same special effects as Lost in Space? Yeah, with the thing with the tentacles. <laughs> or the guy in the kelp, kelp suit, the giant kelp monster. <laughs> oh, the cameraman would have to pick up the camera and juggle it up and down. To... <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you feeling better about not being prepared for the game, Eric? You know you're only going to have to GM like a half an hour of it, right? <laughs> Actually, I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. <laughs> wow. Mm. No, it's not that bad. I'm yeah. just... Uh... I, I don't think... Um... I don't think I don't remember seeing Christmas tree lights strung up inside the sea view for Voyage of the, to the Bottom. East. No, I, I was thinking well, about the monsters. They were actually, all in that yeah. one great big side bank, and were all flashing all over the place everywhere. That's where, <laughs> all, of them, that's, that's where all of them were. They only had one power cord, and they could only run it to one side of the set. <laughs> oh, damn. and that's the part of the thing that looked most like a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know, and, Nikki. Uh, we speaking of Star Trek and and Leonard Nimoy. If you want a really mind altering experience, you should look up the video for Leonard Nimoy singing the Bilbo Baggins song. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, is it painful? <laughs> Excruciating. Oh, outrageous. outrageous. Why Only did he do it? Feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea at the time. <laughs> Oddly enough, none of these things are tangents because they are all of the era that we're gaming uh, the game true. takes place in. You know, yes, I mean, when you're really channeling them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, you know, I, I won't there say anything. I don't want. I don't want to give any spoilers for the game. But uh, yeah, you're up against Leonard Nimoy <laughs> with his Vulcan death grip. Damn you! <laughs> I can read the next email if you want. <laughs> Go right ahead. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> i got to start over. Let me start from scratch. Hang on. Damn it. <sighs> no. Okay, here we have a forum post from Ketamono. Is that right? Ketamono? Ketamono. 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 Uh, Ketamono. Guest GMing over at MTMJ. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, in regards to episode 83, Fiasco, Dragon Slayer. Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. What the hell is that? Repel- I don't know what's my phone. Hang on. Must- I think it might be Chris. What the hell is that? Hello? Hello? That was, <laughs> that was Hello? very funny. Do you know we can That's hear you? That's how his phone rings. Oh, that's his, uh, that's his uh, phone. That saying reply with a quote, modify, that stuff that I forgot to chop out of the uh, copy all, whatever. Oh, okay. I think it actually starts with my local gaming group. That's what, I, that's what I see. Okay, my local gaming group played the same fiasco setting, only we were stuck inside the dragon's cave with a mound of melted gold and a dead juvenile dragon. We only killed the eldest child dragon... Mama was still alive and kicking. Ooh, that's bad. Mm. Uh, We got trapped in the dungeon. 
that was attached to the cave, uh, dealt with the goblin minions, and succeeded in backstabbing everyone in the group. <laughs> it had been miserably hmm. for almost everyone, except for the half-elf who got to go back home and live the life of an elven prince. Angry face. <laughs> That's, that sounds like fiasco to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, it wasn't him. Okay. Sorry about uh, that, guys. He continues, and after, after posting my first comment, I realized that I hadn't commented on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, us. Oh, let's talk about us some more, shall we? <laughs> he says, I really enjoyed the backstabbing and general meanness expressed by everyone in the game. Fiasco <laughs> mm. <laughs> lets you vent frustrations on other folks without making it personnel. personal. <laughs> it's a great therapeutic game. Uh, the voice work by everyone was excellent, and the occasional sound effects were well used. <laughs> Mr. K, I don't remember I, sound effects. <laughs> Mr. I K, don't I don't either, but with her screams of pain. Time. Huh. I'm uh, sorry. You may, but maybe you better read that one again. Oh, he, 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 Mr. K, I hope you didn't hurt your arm this time. Did you find that one rogue white die that fell off the table? Get him on up. I never have. No. <laughs> <laughs> it went elsewhere. Was he eaten it up by him. the rogue carpet? Chomp, chomp, chomp. Did you hear, like, a little grumbly sound? It went to the land of mismatched socks and stray pens. That's right. It's a pocket stop somewhere. There you go. <sighs> there you go. In my, in my home fringe-worthy game, I'm going to have to have them run into some pocket stop at some point that's just filled with, like, random dice. Actually, <laughs> if you try trundling across the floor in your bare feet, that's usually how I find things, especially if they're pointy, sharp things that I've dropped on the floor. Just the die went toward my my desk and all that, and there's piles of stuff sitting in, in front of it anyway. So uh, the, there's not enough. much chance I, I would find it that way unless I want to smash up a bunch of other stuff. Mm. Which Go is theoretically on, possible. Springtime! Uh, time to throw everything into <laughs> chaos and, and redecorate. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Uh, heard more fun music. That was the angel. That wasn't me this time. Angels was so No, that was me and something screwed up here. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it's not me. It's what oh. Let me look for the flashing so? lights if it happens again. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Get away from that light, damn it. Alright, let's try this. Uh. Nope. Okay, that's All Adam. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I uh, oh. I actually I played Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Uh, the theme song to it, and oh. it uh, fell completely flat on its little uh, hyper-speeded-up face. <laughs> of course, it played locally here without me hitting the, the right <laughs> button perfectly, and then when I tried to share it, it went... <laughs> Damn. It was very eager. It was. Too bad it loses. I'm going to read this. Well, go on then. I, I will. Go ahead. I double-dog dare you. <laughs> I'm going But, but I'm you're gonna. too yellow to read this, huh? You Big think I won't, will you? Yeah, I, I think you're not going to. You know think what I'm going to do first? 
what? You know what I'm going to do first? What? I'm going to say, thank you, Ketamono, for the forum post. Oh, good job. Yeah. Thanks, Ketamono. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Forum, this, here's another forum post. Forum post from Josh Burnett. And... Yay, Josh we, Burnett. Yes, we know who Josh <laughs> Burnett oh, sorry. is. Sorry. Thanks, guys, for the extended upsell of Leopard Women of Venus. Leighton and I poured our souls into that a little bit of surreality. surreality sur- I haven't had anything to drink. I know I you're really slurring your surreality. Surreality. It's a reality slurry. <laughs> and it was kind of you to read the entire press release. Thanks again. Oh, fiasco, what a lovely little game. <laughs> I was hoping to hear the Dragon Slayer setting soon, if not play it myself. I'm glad Eric finally got a taste of the game as well. We finally got a chance to play fiasco here at Shea Burnett. And it constantly <laughs> amazes me. Uh, how well situation creation works. Within a few minutes, you have a bunch of characters, their relationships with each other, and some miscellaneous props and issues, and BAM! Suddenly, a fully-fledged crop of characters and plots rise out of the mix. It's a type of magic, I tell you. Hmm. Yeah, actually it is. Wait Mm, a second. Jason Morningstar. Morningstar... The Morning Star. There's something devilish. There's some devilish implications there. Uh, hmm. 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 dink I, I think, think not. not. <laughs> I'm very excited. To- <laughs> I'm not going there. Oh, come on. <laughs> Join with us. Join with us. I'm very excited to hear that Tunnels and Trolls is on your next list. Tunnels and Trolls is one of those games where I own a great big stack of product, but have never actually had a chance to sit down and play. It will be exciting to hear some actual play recordings of it. Gutter Skype's first foray into dungeon delving is bound to be interesting, and Tunnels and Trolls is rules light enough that it shouldn't cramp your style too much. Keep up the good works, folks. Josh. Hey, rules light or rules crunchy. We uh, pretty much, I shouldn't say we, me and Nikki pretty much blow off the rules entirely and do whatever else. Rules, right, rules. We'll learn. We'll, we'll get better. We promise. Well, I promise. Uh, how many D6s gonna. do you guys own? How many what? How many D6s do you guys own? Of course. Six-sided I, dice. Yeah. I don't know. Well. I'm looking at a big... I've, I've got, got a couple of them max. here. There's, one There's at I... least th- th- 60 in this cup here. Ooh. 60? You might have I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, for Tunnels and Trolls? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I need to get more is what you're telling me? And we need to become idiot Quite savants possibly. very quickly so that when they all <laughs> spill out, we can instantly <laughs> say the number. Yeah, <laughs> I have about 12. Like counting toothpicks yeah, we'll or something. We'll have to, to see exactly how many we're going to end up needing there because I've, 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 I've seen some pretty whacked out examples with some like higher level stuff where it's you're rolling like 50 dice and stuff and holy crap <laughs> Ow. oh man i think we, we can extrapolate where we're starting i think we should be fine but <laughs> i'm not good rules just to be sure all right if i can't um, play a self-redecorating tunnel i'm not playing you're, in, you're insistent on well, playing the tunnel. Welcome to the world. <laughs> welcome to the world. Can't play self-redecorating tunnel in the game. Welcome. <sighs> I'm sorry. 
Eric, do, do you know where we are in the list on the feedback and stuff? Or you, you're wait a minute, you're gathering up the game things. I am. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, never mind. Where's your cake? He's having a snack. I bet you. <laughs> Aren't you? It's diligently gathering no. up his notes. Like yeah, but it <laughs> just happens to be um, butter pecan ice cream instead. Yeah. Or Oreo uh, shakes. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I think we've looped uh, looped around back again to Mr. K. For, for All right. Mike. This is an email from Carl. He says, Sigh. There is a, bil- a beer garden in Dalaran. Yep. So now I have, I have told you. So I have finished the world's, lar- the, the, the world's largest dungeon thing, and I've start, started my fourth listen-through of the gutter Skypes. Yeah. Wow. But that aside... Wow. But that aside, I want to share a small piece of my very dark and tormented bit of my twisted mind. <laughs> I, I want, I want to share a small piece of my very dark and tormented bit of my twisted mind. No, I did read it right. Okay. Anyway, okay. in the world's largest dungeon, they, they, they choose to free the slaves and then take on the giants. First thought in my head was, was uh, screw them. I would be using them as a shield because I would be playing a caster if one of those SOBs had chain lightning. I have shields to soak up the, the, the damage. How about you guys? What would you have done? Then again, I am chaotic evil, Carl. I haven't, I haven't listened to World's Largest Dungeon that far through, so I don't know precisely there. But uh, and I haven't even read that far through the book World's Largest Dungeon, which I do actually have. What about you guys? You guys, uh, you guys might have more direct experience with that. That was a hundred dollar. Wasn't that a hundred dollar game? Yeah. Wow. And this is, never mind how many dice. <laughs> um, I guess there's a reason. Well, there was a reason for it. It was a, uh, it was uh, huge. I first of all, own book. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I heard it there. That is, it's a challenge to listen to, actually, because mm-hmm. the audio quality is, is, wow. Just absolutely horrendous. Hmm. But yeah, when there was no, when there were no other actual play pod—that's not fair to say. When there were so few other actual play podcasts out there to listen to, um, they were like a a gleam of light in a dark. Uh, what am I dark trying place. to say? In a dark place. <laughs> they, you know, there wasn't a lot around, so you listen to them. Um, and we're not talking a long time ago either. We're talking only about four or five years ago. I did hear the end of it, and I do remember they freed the slaves and they took on the giants. But if you're chaotic evil, of course you're going to, you know, say the hell with it. Not bother with the slaves. Use them as meat shields and do whatever you want. But, but, um, Carl, fourth listen through, fourth listen through of the gutter skypes? I hope you took, I hope you took our advice and went to RPG Podcasts. Dot com to like find some other stuff to listen to. This cannot be good for you. It cannot be good for you to listen to the gutter It four is times absolutely through. good for him. Abs- I, don't you tell him. He knows what primo listening quality podcasty stuff is, Adam. I think I listened I to the first like episode of World's Largest Dungeon. You know, you try stuff. Oh yeah. You try, you try mm-hmm. stuff. You listen to what you like. You, 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 it's, you, you, there's lots of choice. That's the point. Yeah. Um, Kudos to us yeah. for having 
news to us. Scott, have any of the others ever featured? Have any of these other shows ever actually ever featured an actual spilled drink, like <laughs> the Byzantine game in its brief life did? Right. I think there was I did. Game. Yeah. I think you've got an exclusive there, Mister K. <laughs> uh, or, or paranormal disappearing dice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not many people can boast that. Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? And Carl, yes. yes. Oh, it's Nikki's turn. No, it's not. Yes, Nikki's turn. And no, yes, the beer garden thing in Dalaran, that is, uh, yes, Auntie Ed, when she was doing For the Horde Radio, was busting Carl's chops about uh, not yep. telling them about the beer garden in Dalaran. And <laughs> you, you don't need to worry too much about that, but yes, there's a beer garden in Dalaran. He's never going to live that down. And there's no reason, <laughs> no reason for him to, because it didn't have anything to do with anything. It wasn't his fault. Doesn't it sound like, like the title of a really good song, or possibly even a psalm? There's a beer garden in Alberon. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it really? Ah, you can just... <laughs> Blink, 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 blink. Hmm. Bring your mug and have a seat. I mean, really, doesn't it sound like that? Maybe just me. Co- copycat, are you feeling inspired yet? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Dalaran, not Dalaran, whatever, Dalaran. Dalaran, yeah. Come to the beach. Hell, nobody goes there anymore now. They took away all the portals, so it's like this ghost town. Oh, well, you've got nothing, so bugger off. Okay, never mind. So So this is... From Robert McCabe. And you know who Robert McCabe is? Hmm. Robert McCabe is Robert McCabe. Oh, my God! (laughs) No, 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 wow, are you serious? We have a post from him? An email from Robert McKay. Uh, Nikki, he yep. wrote the game we're playing tonight. The game we're playing. Oh, God, I don't want... Oh, God. <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> dude. Spoilers. <laughs> oh. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. If I now, nice the I have of the damn game is going to be right there. The author of the game is listening to your every word. No pressure. Uh, uh. Geek, no pressure. <laughs> I am both honored and oh crap at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Excellent. Please, Nikki, do proceed. I, I shall proceed, shall I? This Ooh. is from the famed Robert McCabe. And it says, Dear Gutter Skypes, Hello. I'm Robert McCabe. You may remember me. That's kind of good. You may remember me from writing such as Sex, Dreams, and Salmon, Salmons, and Sex, Salaciousness, and Super Gamer Sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's very silly. Actually... I think the subtext of that sentence is <laughs> Sex Cells. Big time. Mm. Um, Actually, I'm the author of Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies, and I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed listening to Session 82. I'm always amazed at how many people get the 60s spy genre. Uh, Just judging by your first session, your group certainly seems to understand the genre tropes and did an excellent job. I really like all the characters everyone's come up with and look forward to seeing some of their superpowers in action. Mm. Yeah. I, also like- I thought that, I'm sorry, I thought that was very funny. We had the whole pre-credit sequence and no one, not one of you <laughs> used <laughs> any of your superpowers. I just thought that was hilarious. Well okay, go you know, on. When we 
cool spy gizmos, why would we? I also like Blind Geek's prologue rule of giving an added yum-yum bonus, even if some characters needed every last one of them in order yeah. to get accomplished. He says that like it's a bad thing. Hey, <laughs> my regular gaming group has been infected by the modern era. They always want to go Jack Bauer and cap someone's kneecaps down at the 7-Eleven. At least my convention games usually go well, even if someone occasionally goes overboard, overboard with the whole Austin Powers sex drugs rock and roll baby shtick. <laughs> Anyhow, I've recently discovered this wonderful thing called Netflix via Wii. It didn't take mm-hmm. the system long to recognize my obsession with 60s spy movies. I thought I might pass along a few reasonably unknown gems that I've especially enjoyed. Matchless, the movie made in 1967, really gets into the sex lies and ultra spies mode as the main character discovers a method of turning invisible for 10 hours. Maybe it's just me, but it did an excellent job of treading the fine line between wit and camp that so many 60s spy movies fall over. At the beginning of the movie, for example, the main character is being tortured by a Chinese centrifugal machine. No, centrifugal. How do you say that? Centrifugal. Sorry? Centrifugal. Really? Because it doesn't look like you should say it that way, but that's how I've... Centrifugal... Yeah, all right. A centrifugal machine, right? Mm -hmm. For being a spy. He manages to escape, but not before being tortured by the same type of machine by the Americans who bought it from the Chinese. (laughs) It kind of makes you wonder if they were onto something back then. Oh, and I think the female lead... Ira von Furstenberg, yeah, Furstenberg, is especially delicious. Add in Donald Pleasance as the master villain, made in the same year as he played Ernst Stavro Blofeld in You Only uh, Only Live Twice. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this movie gets a big thumbs up from me. Cross plot, this movie, made in 1969, gives a good view of what the James Bond series would become, as it stars both Roger Moore and Bernard Lee, M., I guess that's who played M, right? It's got a decent enough 60s spy plot as Moore plays an advertising executive who has to find an unknown model that he's unwittingly cast in a major promotion. Things proceed and grow into an assassination plot by the end of the movie. There's even a particularly good chase scene involving a jalopy and helicopter that ends spectacularly. (laughs) Dr. Goldfoot and the girl bombs. Are you kidding (laughs) (laughs) I go, wow Oh my god, this movie made in (laughs) Wacky 1966, Kel Surprise is actually a sequel to Dr. Sequel, oh my god to Dr. Goldfoot and ready The Bikini Machine (laughs) Heard of that Am I remembering this correctly? Was that Vincent Price? Uh There it is Vincent Price recapping, not recapping. Never mind that he's got the message on the screen right in front of him. There. <laughs> well, he's, he says, well, most people... Oh, wait a minute, I'm supposed to read along? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm almost there. Well, most. Oh, my God, it is. He said it. He said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. <laughs> While most people rate it lower than the original, I enjoyed it a lot more. It stars Vincent Price, recapping his role as the villainous Dr. Goldfoot. Oh, my God. And the sequel utilizes him a lot more than the original, which is a big bonus for me. Well, yeah, because he can be a lot of fun. It also has very nice female lead in Laura Antonelli. Maybe I have a thing for Italian women. Of course, the movie is absolute camp, but it's really not pretending to be anything but... 
The movie's climax involving a cat fight on board a nuclear bomber is the biggest highlight for me. Get your instant cue ready and keep on doing the great podcasts. Thanks again for playing Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies. Thanks for writing it. And I am adding those to my queue as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope I do it more justice this evening. Well, if if things go horribly wrong throughout the game, no matter how many nights it takes, it's all your fault and has nothing whatsoever to do with us. That's right. That's the way I look at it. (laughs) Thank you. No pressure. It can't possibly have anything to do with, you know, you know how, how the game goes or the dice roll or how we pay. <laughs> it's entirely, entirely up to you whether up it goes to me. well or That's not. That's right, yes. Yeah, there is one other thing I want to note really quick in, 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 along similar lines here. I got a Roku box recently. It's one of those set-top boxes which you can get, like, ne- Netflix through, among other things. Hmm. Sony started up a channel recently called Crackle, which they have a bunch of movies and TV shows and all that on there. I've been watching Super Dimensional Fortress Macross on it, but they have all four Matt Helm movies. Hmm. Oh, my God. Hmm. Yeah. Teen Martin. Yes. There were four of them? <laughs> there were four of them. I'm sorry, I've heard the name, but is he like an American James Bond equivalent or something? something like that. He's kind of halfway between James Bond and Austin Powers as far as general fashion and everything else. It's 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 more towards the the the, the campy side. Does he wear an ascot? Deep Martin, of course. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if he had an, an ascot, but I, I remember frills and stuff. Oh, good. Mm. <laughs> he drank, he smoked, he was he smoked, he was a womanizer. He drank some more. He, How many plots uh, are there for these four movies? One? Two? Yes. <laughs> I've only ever actually seen one of them because the 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 local independent station back in the late 70s, early 80s showed the ambushers about 50 billion times. <laughs> Which one had the backward shooting? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh. oh, I was about to say, that reminded me of another one movie in the same genre, which was called In Like Flint with James mm-hmm. Coburn. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Another yep. James Bond knockoff. And Our Man Flint. There were two of them. Yep. yep. Well, this reminds me of one of the uh, Quags con games that has been played. I don't know if they're ever... I pro- they probably won't come out with a uh, with a with with an actual game for this because I would imagine they'd be afraid of getting... Um, I don't know. I don't know if there would be any legal issues with it, but uh, the the basic premise is... The players play members of the Rat Pack, who are uh, who are special ops. <laughs> really? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, of course, the leader is Frank. He's chairman of the board, and he's and uh, I forget what. But they posted all the character sheets on the hex forums at one point, and I I can't. But it was pretty cool. Well, it was. Angie what, Dickens, it was Frank, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. Um, Dean, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Joey Bishop. Oh, Joey Bishop. Why is he? Oh, no wonder. And then they had Angie Angie Dickinson, who was an assassin. That was pretty cool. But uh, wow. yeah, it was just a lot of. Wow. It just seemed like it would be a blast to play. I remember on, two things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
I just want to say, for the record, In Like Flint is also in Netflix Instant. I just added it. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. There you go. Uh, see. Like, go ahead, Anna. You to, were about I have to, to ask be in Russia. things and got in, interrupted. <laughs> I have to be in Russia at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> for what? Uh, for a ba uh, ballet class. You take ballet classes in Russia? No, sir. I teach ballet. <laughs> um... The, the, which which one of the Madhelm films had the backward shooting gun? I can't remember. I, I remember that, and the inflatable how, uh, apartment or lounge or something that comes out of the back of his car. <laughs> it was a trick gun had... sort of thing where if he got disarmed and you didn't know the trick, you'd wind up shooting yourself. Yeah, if you pulled the trigger correctly, it would shoot out of the back of the gun and you'd shoot yourself. I remember that, but I don't remember where it was from. I'm wanting to think that was the ambushers, wasn't it? I, that, I, yeah. that sounds familiar. Yeah, it was one of the Matt Helm films. It was. I just remember Dean Martin grinning and sneering yeah. at the guy with the gun, going, oh, "He's gonna shoot himself." <laughs> was, it the one with the, was it the one with the like flying saucer and the and the remote control telekinesis thing and all that? God, now I gotta watch all these again, and I'm never gonna get those hours back. <laughs> Don't, don't worry, I'm I'll be watching them all myself soon. So. There you go. Okay, fine. That's good. We'll both be going, and we liked this when we were 12. Why? <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Thank you, Robert McCabe. And, uh, yeah, there, were, there was a great big neon flashing sign over my head saying, being uh, sarcastic and facetious. <laughs> When uh, I was putting all this pressure on on Blind Geek, that this ga the game is going to play the way it plays, the way the Gutter guys play it. And oh, I know. We're just I glad, just... and it'll yeah. still be all his fault. And we're just glad uh, you and the whole team uh, you wrote it, and 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 the whole team that came up with uh, getting it all out there as uh, a book and PDF did so, because now we can go ahead and uh, and run around in this. It's like yeah. It's it's a very well-defined genre, and kudos to you for uh, recognizing that. And thanks yes. for writing into the show. And I hope you enjoy the subsequent shows that deal with Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to the Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies racer game when it comes out sometime this spring. I, and the new Sex, Streams, and Salmons game that he uh, <laughs> mentions at the top of the... S salaciousness and super games whatever <coughs> and leave us not forget um, oh hell have I got it open was I smart enough to leave it open wow I was it's been a while and uh, <laughs> we did this uh, we did this like um, the first night we attempted to almost try to begin playing Created and written by Robert McCabe. Edited by Ian Engel and Leighton Connor and Steve Johnson. Cover art and layout by Joshua Burnett. Woo! Illustrated by... <laughs> illustrated by Joshua Burnett. Layout by Joshua Burnett. Special thanks to Jennifer McCabe. So there we go. The credits once again. And uh, that was feedback, folks. Thanks to everyone that wrote in and, and posted on the forums. I may very well have missed some stuff that uh, that was on the forums because I was uh, simultaneously making, eating, and uh, dinner while gathering this up. And, yeah, I just got nothing but excuses, don't I? <laughs> I don't think we heard from Chris. 
And if he appeared on uh, Skype, did not, I didn't so. notice it. Yeah, I, so, I uh, what the hell? haven't heard from him, so I guess he's out of uh, out of luck. I was going to try and find Time Tunnel or Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, but... I've got to find that song at some point. Which one? The Austin Powers theme song thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that. There's the other one was the Avengers, right? The dun 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 dun. The other one was James. No, that was James Bond. What? Oh, dun 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 dun. Oh, was it? The Henry Mann? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The Avengers is doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. Really? Not gonna go. Yeah. Oh. There it is. With full orchestration. <laughs> Do you want to have your character sheets? This is not good. Um, I can resend uh, Olga. I've got mine. Oh, uh, yeah, that might not be a bad... Uh, let's see. Because I'm not... Do you want it sent through email or through Skype? Uh, Skype is fine. <coughs> see what happens if I copy this. I'm going to cut this music out before I get sued. <laughs> I just found the page for Fiasco. <laughs> Runcible Parker Apothecary. Alex King Bat Playwright. <laughs> Margaret Halfpenny, <laughs> Pinch Benny Meg, and George Fishbat, <laughs> Tennis Pro. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Hey. <laughs> yeah, once, once I, you know, looking at a sheet that I've been writing on for a fiasco game a couple of weeks after it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like having vague memories of a drunken evening. <laughs> yeah. Did I? You look at it. Where's the lampshade? Yeah, you kind of think you remember what this was. A, oh, yeah, and that, and that, and that. But it kind of melds together into this thing. Well, here's Fringeworthy with Team Jackson 5. <laughs> L7, Blake 7, the X-Men, Alpha. Uh, they all got et, poor bastards. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> yeah, most of them did. How's everybody else coming with, uh, can I help with anything? I think I got my final stuff put together, finally. Everybody I had to else is not math Well, I had a uh, calculator, too, and I ended up, after the, the adjustments that I made, I ended up at a, a, 102, so I dropped a couple more point, uh, a couple of points back off of Ultra Spy, and that put me back to two yum-yums left, and that's where I am. I, I've already put the final version in there. Okay. I did all my math in my head. I didn't even write it down on the piece of paper. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> ha 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 ha. <laughs> I'd say take a yum yum, but you already got five of them, so you don't no, need not any. Not only more. that, I totally lied. <laughs> Fabricated it. I've got six. I've got six. I've got six. Don't you cheat me out of that one? Right. Got six. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I can just hear you, too. The very first thing I want to do. That'll cost you six yum-yums. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It'll cost I'm you seven. That, I'm not that mean. <laughs> yes, squad. If you actually play with folk live around the table, can you make it like half yum-yums and quarter yum-yums and make them nibble on no. their candy bits? <laughs> no. I will not take a yum-yum that's been nibbled on. No, thank you. That is nasty. Yucko, yeah. I didn't really nibble on this one. Look, the edges just broke off. That's all. It's just busted in the bag. It's sticky. Selling <laughs> a puddle of soda here on the table. Well, that's still invalid. I don't take sticky yum-yums. <laughs> They're the best kind, really. They clump together, and they can be really large yum-yums at. <laughs> Except for the lint bits you that get on them. You can take them out! Yum-yum cluster! Yum-yum cluster! Your last emergency yum-yum all squashed and covered with the lint. For oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's qualified as a yum-yum. It has lost its yum-yum enchantment. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been saving it and saving it. It's all pathetic. I will Lump say them the all plate... together and carve a gun at them and break out. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, playing quags at a table is 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 a lot of, of fun. I've only done it the one time with the convention, but, man, because there is no... Um, even though I could, even though since I couldn't see, they were they were not necessarily... Well, I did have Mel tell, who could tell me. You know, they just put... Yum yums in front of you, or something. But still, there's just something kind of cool where you're talking and you say, "And I go ahead and do this," and you just, without preamble, <clears throat> here's yum yums. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's just fun. Or, or you can say, "Okay, you want to do that? Hold out your. You you want to have that uh, that that device with you?" Holding out hand expectantly. And you can, I mean, you can kind of narrate it in Skype, but it's just there's something visceral at the table of doing it. Not too abysmal. Um, <laughs> I would insist, probably the on, wrong word, but it's I would insist on health yum-yums. Everybody would have to bring little carrot chunks or something like that. Or celery sticks. I always thought uh, uh, nuts would make good yum-yums. Mm. Cashews. Mm. Cashews. Or almonds. Something with shells. It would be more durable than M&Ms. <laughs> <Yeah>. Walnuts. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Ow! Ow! Stop throwing yum yums at me! Ow! Ow! <laughs> the birth of, a, Ow. birth of a new game. The new game is called Nuts to You. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on whether you use peanuts, cashews, almonds, or walnuts, Dude, they each have a soda, different value. <laughs> <Silver>. <laughs> what are they oh. They're Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts. <laughs> I almost did a spit take. That would not have been pretty. <laughs> they all have different values. The different types of nuts have different values, and you apply them in you know, d- specific situations. You have coconut. You know they have a. They have no. <laughs> coconut, the million hammer of doom. <laughs> Don't want to throw those. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Nothing would ever get played because you'd be busy singing. Oh, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> Inevitable. Yeah. Standing in the row. <laughs> Just like that. Hey, you got peanuts on my mini. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I they have know. these games called uh, Squirrel a uh, Squirrel Attack. Um, uh, that's uh, that suits us. <laughs> anyway, have we, uh, have we got time for a mission briefing? Maybe. Well, let's see. We got over yeah. an hour. Yeah, I think we do. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Okay. Oh, man from Uncle. Oh, you gave it away. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were trying to make him guess. Yeah, I thought you were no. trying to make me guess. No, that was just mood music for the mission briefing, but... Um, oh, sorry. I think I <laughs> could go back and try and find Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or a secret Never agent mind. man or something. That's what I'm missing? Thank you. Yeah. Writes diligently. There's a man who lives a life of danger. Everyone. I had it in Spanish, too. Hombre. Hombre secreto. Did they actually use that song for the Patrick McGowan series that came before The Prisoner? I think so. Huh. Hmm. Are we still doing math? I don't think so. I Seven think plus like... three plus ninety-five divided Wrong. by pi <laughs> squared equals. <laughs> Sorry. Hi. Time to start singing music from nine. <laughs> <laughs> Singular sensation. Dot. Oh wait, wrong. That's, right. That's one. Singular sensation. All right, Adam, you can edit, 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 edit. Andros, mm-hmm. Andros, it's only a couple weeks away. Well, I was weeks. just, you know, I was just counting to make sure that I wouldn't have to miss a game session for my honeymoon. <laughs> but wait, this is why oh, I'm so bad? cutting that out for your Are protection. Are you going to game the night before? Because isn't it the fifth? No, no, fifth? no. It's it, it's uh, the Wednesday before. Is uh, we have a session the Wednesday before and the Wednesday after I get back. Okay, is it? Isn't it? Fine. Isn't the wedding the fifth? No, the seventh. The seventh. Oh, okay. I thought it was the fifth, and I'm like, now really? No, <laughs> no, it's Saturday. <laughs> and I've got to get home to game, honey. You understand, right? <laughs> no, on, honestly, if we were scheduled to play the week I was uh, supposed to be off on my honeymoon, I would say, you guys are going to have to just go on without me. <laughs> and and rightly what? so. And rightly <laughs> so. <laughs> what kind of dedication do you call that? <laughs> 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 Let me put it this way: that game of Scrabble that I was talking about earlier, yeah. I skipped mm-hmm. out. I skipped out on an all games considered recording for that. <gasps> oh. Wow! And and rightly so. I um I am real shocked. life comes first. No, it doesn't. Wait a minute. <laughs> Except of course when I have plans. That's a different story. No, no. no. <laughs> See how the universe works now, don't you? So. I'm beginning to see the freewheeling Marx Brothers approach to rules that applies to the Nicky universe. It's like, it's like Mel Brooks' definition of comedy and, and, and tragedy. Uh-huh. You've, you all have heard that, right? I want to hear it from you anyway. <laughs> tragedy, tragedy is when I stub my, my toe. Uh-huh. Comedy is when you fall down an open manhole. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked it up. So, <sighs> and I think we're hey. just about ready. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. We're ready for that One too. One of these days. 
Because if we're not, then we can we can grill Mr. K about his Scrabble game. Yeah. Oh, the game. Yeah. I wasn't talking about the game. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say grill? I'm sure I didn't mean that. Um. Sure you didn't. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> so we're all in the briefing room playing well, actually, Scrabble. Actually, you're you're on the bus. You you, <laughs> you you left on the double decker bus, as you may or may not recall, from the With other. With on it. Yep. And okay. uh, the, the skis time to get away from the blowy up mountain. No, 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 no. This is like an establishing shot, basically. As mm. the credits finish rolling, you are in the bus, and in the bus is a bar, and uh, you can help yourselves to pastries and champagne and mimosas and all. Martini. That kind of crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. There um, you are, Codex. Two triple word scores and a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadnought. <laughs> perfect, my friend. Perfect. <laughs> I sent you a little thing about how to use uh, yum-yums. Uh-oh. So. We bribe you with them. <laughs> I'm sure that... Oh, oh there's more That's to it? That's part of it. <laughs> Sorry. That is part of it, yes. So you're, you're approaching the village, the English village of Amberwood... We're in England now? And, well, yes, actually, and over the, fair, cred- we... over the credits, the bus tur- the <laughs> wheels raise up, and it turns into a, a plane. The skis raise up, and it turns into a plane Ah. and <laughs> flies back As it should. Over, the, over, the, over the credits and the silhouettes of the women and everything else. So <laughs> when we resume, you are, are approaching the village of, Am- of uh, Amberwood. And the bus turns off the main road onto a path leading into a large wooded area surrounding a lake. An automated gate marked No Trespassers opens and allows the bus to continue over an old stone bridge before stopping on the other side. Hmm. Pausing for a moment, the entire bus is then lowered underground by a large freight elevator cleverly concealed in the roadway. At the base of the elevator, you see a large garage filled with many different types of vehicles. The bus is driven off the elevator ramp and to a set of double doors. The driver then uh, ushers you out of the bus, and you walk down a hallway to a large wooden door. Oh, and the, and the driver says, uh, Mr. Agenda wants to see you in his office. Mr. Who? Sorry? Mr. Agenda. Well, you know uh, who Oh, Mr. Agenda. No, I'm yes. sorry. I just didn't catch the word. Sorry. A instead of M. Oh, do we want to do a roll call since uh, we haven't done that, and that way it'll be oh. less confusing for people who... I'm Blind Geek. I'm GMing. <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm not. Touche. <laughs> Touche, sir. I'm Mark Kinney. I am playing Dr. Zachary Smith, a.k.a. The Professor. I am Andros. I'm playing Roger the Tank Jennings. Mickey. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm <laughs> I am Mickey the Slow, and I'm playing. <laughs> who, who the hell am I playing? I am playing Sir Sterling Dashwood, uh, known as the Codex. And I'm Adam Five. I'm playing Olga Dointachmi, <laughs> uh, code name Ballistaquita. Okay, and you, as you go through the office door, you find yourself in the secretary's office. And a large projection screen completely covers one wall of the office and displays the image of a blind, 
blind? Yeah, that's it. Huh. I'm not reading, honest. <laughs> Damn it all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, he's got this detailed very coolly, so I wanted to make sure I... Because I, I like the way it's done, so we're almost done with yeah. the uh, thing here. Um, a large <laughs> projection screen completely covers one wall of the office and displays the image of a blonde secretary busy typing at her desk. And you know her, she is Miss Cell. On the screen, she looks at you and and smiles and says, uh, you're free to go in whenever uh, he's waiting for you. I'm Joe Marty Penny. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you? And I hitch myself on the corner of her desk and stare fondly at her face. Have on the a good screen? Week. It's on the screen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just got a great visual of you attempting that. And what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, darling, you're so flat and two-dimensional, but you're beautiful to me. Always <laughs> said you want to be in pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, okay. And yet you're the one with that star quality. <sighs> Filmed in Codex. <laughs> oh no. Chroma you, With the catch lights on your nose. No, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So then I unhitch myself from her desk and <laughs> slouch in following everyone else. Okay. <laughs> Pass through the door and you find yourselves in another long hallway, approximately 30 yards long by 40 yards wide. And go ahead and everybody make a brains roll. Let's say difficulty five. Oh, this is with. <laughs> How many dice is this on? Uh, a D20. A D20. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just realized that myself. I was <laughs> getting out the sixes. Yeah, I remember you were talking about sixes I did before. The same thing. <laughs> did the same damn thing. Oh, man. I think Lowe's good, right? Ooh, what did I get? What did... You're trying to get as close to your uh, brains score without going over, but you have to be over five. Oh, nope. over five? Yes. Yes. Okay. I got nine. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. I got a one. Okay. I got a sixteen. <laughs> what, your, what is your brain score? Twelve. Okay, then... Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darling, you're beautiful, but a bit um, stupid. No. <laughs> okay. Everyone, but uh, I can never remember. Don't touch me's code name. You made your. You made her name more memorable than her code name. Damn it, <laughs> Ballistikita. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone, but Ballistikita and Tank uh, notices that the floor seems to be at a slight angle, uh, based on the portraits that are on the wall of other Ministry Q agents. And but before you can act on that, however, down or up, angling down or angling up. Um. Well, it's downward. 
about about ten degrees downward. But bef- but before you have a chance to act on this, uh, Tank and Ballistakita come barging through, and you are the floor drops out from under you, and you are all sent sprawling to the uh, to the ground as the entire hall uh, spins. And <laughs> yes, it's a hell of a greeting, isn't it? <laughs> I think I much prefer the robots. <laughs> what the hell did they do? You are, you are in the hall of. Oh, that's right. You're you're seasoned agent, so you would know this. You're in the hall of trials. You see. Uh, oh. In order to yeah. keep his agents on their toes, Mister Agenda sets up a variety of traps and challenges in this hallway. And every time you go through, it's a different uh, thing. Hall of Trials? (laughs) Yes. (sighs) All right. Hall of Trials. (laughs) And we're spinning? We're flat on the ground and spinning right now? Well, the, yeah, the hall is, uh, yeah, everybody makes, go ahead and make default brain roll, so you divide your brains uh, in half. Ouch! <laughs> Six. Mm. Twenty. Should just about make mine. Twenty, oh, lovely. Twenty? Mm-hmm. That's a critical hit. That's a critical Yeah, on myself, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's interesting, that's for sure. (laughs) Trying to find the mechanism making the hall spin and stop it with my face. (laughs) (laughs) This works. I can do that. (laughs) You basically did with a 20. Uh, Wow. Uh, Olga rolled a 10. And my... You said it was a brain roll? My brain is... Twelve. You're rolling against, yeah, but you're rolling. It's a default brain roll, so you're rolling half your uh, brain, which is six. So now, is that a round up or round down situation when you do that? Because I have a thirteen. Quags uh, always rounds down. All right, so it comes into under six. So I get, I hit it exactly. Oh, okay. Well, then you have no trouble figuring out exactly what's going on. That's because it's um, smart. An amount of science. Indistinguishable from magic or my work. Wait, I'm still... I bet you're going to be surprised by this, but I'm confused. So, which... Hey. I know, I know. It's I all right, know, you're not the only true. one. You're not the half, only one. Half the, half the brain... Like, I rolled an 18. So, it is it 9 that counts? You would be trying to... What? Yes, you would be trying to... No, you're trying no. to roll against half your brain score. So my brain is 16, so half of that is 8. 8. So you so, need to roll 8 or under to succeed. Crap. No, I bit the big wiggy then. I got 18. Yes. All right. I think, so I, think, I too I think, have arrived on the ground trying to stop But I think roll. the professor is going to save your ass, at least from part of this. So, yeah, everybody who didn't make it uh, <laughs> is going to take one point of damage from falling. Owie. Um, okay. Professor... Uh, you realize it's a fairly straightforward balance trap. The entire hallway is mounted lengthwise on a long spindle just under the floor. 
Okay. So the idea is you got to try and balance exactly to get it to to uh, stay in the middle. If you if you tip the balance one way or the other, the whole hall is going to flip, which it already has. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it it you know it goes back because <laughs> yeah. it's it's rotating. So yeah. Okay, 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 as he says in the middle of this thing, just kind of keeping balance. You, over there, you two stay right there. You brought spikes with you, yes? Of course. Don't we always? Jam the doorways. <laughs> rolling, rolling over to the doors. Not too easy. <laughs> Slithering on my belly like a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everyone, I can do the worm. <laughs> okay, I'm at the door. Okay, um, everybody make default body rolls. Oh, this will be fun. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm way off on that one. Aha! Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see. That's a... Uh, my body's a 14. I rolled a 3. Let's see. I see. I'm trying to get a 7, right? You're trying to get... Uh, yeah, you're trying to get... And it's difficulty 5, so you're trying to get... <laughs> you basically have a 5, 6, or 7 to, uh, to, to make this. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, don't forget, you can use yum-yums for these rolls. Oh, after the fact? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. No, I still can't make it. So half the body, too? Right. So that would be seven. I rolled well, a 13. With the, with the difficulty, that meant I could only succeed on a five. <laughs> oh. Wow. Did you I roll a five? A 13. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I uh, I needed an eight or under, and I rolled a seventeen. Oh! Hey, everybody takes one takes another point of damage from the falling as you sprawl, and are bumping bumped into each other, bumped into the walls as the as the room tilts and flips. When we this is not the hearty congratulation I was expecting for a done. <laughs> if he's not careful, he's going to bruise the gin in my flask. <laughs> I don't know what you're complaining about. I don't know what you're complaining about, Codex. This stress costs more than your first three cars. Okay, try it again. But not with the motorcycle, too, darling. So, where do we take the, the points of damage off of? Your, your health. Oh. Where's my health? Wait a minute. What health? Your hit, aren't your hit points the same as your body score? Unless, Unless you've raised them, them yet. So when we're oh, rolling, something that was something else you could have spent the yum yums on if you'd wanted was, to. Was doing what? Your health is equal to your body, so right. If you want is if you wanted to raise it, it's at a two for one cost. Now I had raised the body up to fifteen, but if we're taking damage, does my body now count at thirteen? No, no, no. Your body stays the same. Your health is crap, crap, crap. All right. Well, I your was health is your health crap. is going down. So all right. So you've got fifteen got health. Right, got it. Now I understand, but I was hoping that I could... Anyway. All right, okay, so we're trying again. 
Yep, same thing. Default body, difficulty five, and you can use yum yums. <laughs> I rolled a three this time. Oh. Hey, cool. We still failed. Fourteen. Oh, that's nice. right. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, A, I think you've bruised the gin as well as me. Uh, yeah, uh, five. Well, if you would quit jostling the corridor. I, <laughs> I hate these little homecomings. I can't tell you how much. <laughs> I'm going to take the shine off my shoes. Look, the crease in these pants is getting worn. <sighs> okay, since we're running short on time, I'm going to cut this... This, oh, uh, could you get that spike out of my knee, please? <laughs> <laughs> so everybody takes one more point of damage, but in the process, you all end up tumbling <laughs> unceremoniously through uh, to to the far door of the hall. Oof! <laughs> <laughs> you are <laughs> You're a real style remover, Agenda. You're a real style remover. <laughs> so you you clumsily tumble, since I don't think any... Did anyone actually make their, their roll that last time? No. Okay, no. so everyone basically tumbles ungracefully, or disgracefully, as it were, into Mr. Agenda's office. And it kind of throws you for a loop, even though you you know to expect it because due to the fact that he's got a condition which which requires much more blood to go to his brain than the average individual mr agenda is uh, must stay upside down constantly so he is hanging with magnetic boots upside down from the ceiling so when you tumble into the room it still feels very disorienting because you're seeing this guy standing on the ceiling, essentially, upside down, looking down at you. <laughs> oh. Professor. I, I say, <laughs> you, you didn't, you rather bang, bungled that one, didn't you? <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't suppose I could ask the professor if he has a demagnetizer in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. Damn. Oh, look, a punching bag. <laughs> Would you like a boost, my dear? Get up a little higher. <laughs> Be glad to give you a hand. Mm. Well, I am sorry about uh, about this, but you know how how you know how special these trials can be. It's to it's to foster better teamwork. Teamwork. Of course, we understand the gender. You're only being cruel to be cruel. <laughs> yes, and we've fostered quite a goodly bit of teamwork, my friend. Everybody, human pyramid, so we can reach up there and yank him down <laughs> that screen. Here we go. No, no. No, no. Let us... <laughs> yes, you all have fun with that. <laughs> <sighs> we've got... I would like to thank you for for bringing this uh, that encoder to our that decoder to our attention. Uh, I'm, it is a pity about Mister about Agent Stoneman though. He was a very pleasant chap, good at his job. He'll be missed. 
Indeed so. So let me uh, ask you. Well, first of all, let me. T- we've we've been rece- we've been receiving uh, in- encoded. Uh, we've been intercepting encoded messages from uh, several agencies around the world, and they're all converging on. Uh, well, let's start at the beginning. How many of you are familiar with the show Galactic Patrol? I beg your pardon. Galactic Patrol. Galactic Should Patrol. Should I make a uh, a walking encyclopedia check for this? Yeah, go ahead. That's a good idea. I forgot you had that gimmick. Seven out of fifteen. Okay. Yeah, you've you've. Uh, I always. Oh well, of, uh, of 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 course, Galactic Patrol. It's body body ba. Yes. But of course, we'll just do it that. I was gonna send you a message with what it was, but that's gonna take oh, too long. Oh no, the official bloody bloody blah. That's all we needed. <laughs> Brought to you by Rice Checks, Sweet Checks, and Good Hot Ralstons. <laughs> oh, if. If we ever, if we do new promos at some point, that has to go in. Blah blah. And Olga just looks at him and then says, "I tried the cereal once. That's about it." Uh oh, AFK. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Hang on a second. Wait, what's All AFK? Right. Let me get oh, wait, keyboard. keyboard. Oh, for God's sake, really? <sighs> Does somebody have okay. like a sheet, a cheat sheet for these silly things? For yeah. what? Yeah, there's plenty of them on on online. Oh, for crying out loud! Well, Andros has to <laughs> away, but it's like he's while you're at it. Okay, afk. I'm afk. Well, what the hell is afk? Well, now you've told me, so now I know. But still, Hope while you're at it, right. you should go look online for the jargon file. It's entertaining reading. Is it? Yes. Okay. Mm. I go look it out. This is me looking out. Something I keep forgetting what what it actually what its origin means and what it actually means is BBQ barbecue. Mm. <laughs> so I don't I know, know why they started doing that. It's just yeah. Because you would have this huge string of of like letters going anyway. The OMG WTF whatever you know. Yeah, they all make sense I except for you know get what to that barbecue. Means. How scary is that? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, I know that one. Oh, be back quick. Is that what yeah. that is? Be barbecue? BBQ. <laughs> oh. Mark, did you just get a message? Yes, I did. Okay. Oh, yes, of, of course. Galactic Patrol is a science fiction series which has been airing for the last couple of years, and it has the distinction of being near cancellation. But it just so happens it was saved by a massive letter-writing campaign, and it will indeed get a, its third season later this fall. <laughs> third season, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and, well, it seems that uh, in order to celebrate their victory, there is a uh, group gathering, uh, a large gathering of, of, uh, of, of uh, well, fans of the show. Uh, in in Hollywood, California, and the 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 reason this has been uh, something strange is is definitely afoot, and we are trying to figure out exactly what because we've been receiving these encoded transmissions 
which seem to be surrounding this, uh, oh, what one might call a convention of sorts. And <clears throat> it, uh, well, it wouldn't even be on our, on our radar except for the fact that uh, Agent uh, Diamondback <laughs> uh, was on was on leave and uh, was set to be attending this convention and has not been has not reported in for uh, for several for several days now oh my diamond diamondback is a a blue coat i never would have would have <laughs> have yet <laughs> take a yum yum sir <laughs> 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 I have to wait, let me write that down for future reverence. Uh, oh, I'm in the got too many windows open up here. There we go. Okay, henceforth the fans of Galactic Patrol are now known as Blue Coats. <laughs> I love it. Yes, near, apparently this is going to be quite the affair. I mean, they've got uh, all the uh, several actors, several of the prominent actors from the show are, are going to be there. Um, according to the big release, they've got uh, William Shetland is going to be there. Um, uh, I, have you, has any of you actually seen this, this uh, American series? Well, I've seen Perhaps. one or two episodes. Uh, that's about no. all I think I could have managed. Well, well William Shetland plays... Desdemona uh, Windstar is going to be there. She's beautiful. Uh, not, to my, not to my knowledge, although they don't have a complete guest list here, but he, he, uh, he plays Captain Samuel E. Corrigan, and so he's going to be there. Um, Leonard Nimsey is also scheduled... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they'll. I wonder if they'll have that 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 good fellow that wrote the episode of, about the big time travel portal. <laughs> I I he well, um. Oh yes, you mean Harvard Elephant? He might be there. Yes. <laughs> I met him. He's an <laughs> asshole. Did you? Uh, <laughs> Yum yum. <laughs> um, it's only funny yes, because it's Leonard Nims is is uh, <laughs> yes, he he plays Mr. Spark. Uh, Mr. Spark. Science officer from Galvania. He said, "Pointy ears and electric eyes." Yes, Mr. Spark. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that's inspiring. Are we going to have to dress in a rather special way in order to uh, be inconspicuous in this place? You don't have to, but apparently that is part of the fun, if you can call it that, that people are going to be doing. Um, hmm. Let's see, who else is going to be there? Oh, yes, uh, One Tree Nelson is going to be there. Hmm. Uh, he plays the... Uh, sh the One Tree... <laughs> That took a, took a second. <laughs> if the memory serves, he's uh, Dr. Running Bear Macaw. 
if I remember. <laughs> and then uh, the last one we are we are aware of, according to the press release and everything we've been able to uncover, is uh, Samantha Fivepence is going to be there. She plays the communications officer. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Lieutenant Enoch. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> uh, Agenda, uh, how much time will we have to prepare for this? I have a feeling I'm going to have to watch some of this American <laughs> entertainment in order to acclimate myself to uh, the mentality of the populace in the area. Uh, you are booked on the 7 o'clock flight to uh, Los Angeles, so you don't have that much time, afraid. But we can, we can, <laughs> we can possibly set you up with, uh, well, we know you can't, actually. Well, no, this is spy, damn it. We can <laughs> set you up with some sort get of... Get me uh, access, get, get me access to the plane before we, we leave, and I'll make you a guarantee of what the in-flight movie is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Professor. Ten straight hours. <laughs> I hate you, Professor. <laughs> I'll bring the popcorn, shall I? <laughs> Straight out. It's going to be a long that. flight. Mm-hmm. Ah. Very good. Very good. So your mission, in case it hasn't been made readily obvious, is to figure out what in the devil is going on at the... And why? What happened to Agent Diamondback? And and uh, find out why all these agencies are interested in this uh, gathering. It's very because based on the it sounds like it'll be a rollicking good time <laughs> mm. or something. You're not. Back. You're not going to Hollywood to have a good time, Agent Dash. <laughs> or no, are you sure? You're not I going to have a Agenda. time, oh. Agent Codex. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, no, all right, I'll make there. a note of it. All right, not, have, not to have a good time. A smashing time? Fascinating time? You are there for an assignment. That all is right. why... <laughs> it would be a better time than that hallway was, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Still rubbing her hip and her knee. <laughs> Don't make mm -hmm. me question my intelligence in assigning you this mission based on that performance in there was not something I am quite enamored with. Agenda, are, are, you, are you aware that you have a very wobbly floor in the hallway? Yes, of course I'm aware. I designed it that way. It's the Hall <laughs> of Trials. This is the current trial. Don't it's worry, don't wobbly. worry. There were only three of, of, of three of those in the entire history of Galactic Patrol so far. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what? Three what? I missed... I'm, I'm sorry. There were only three of, of those in the history of Galactic Patrol so far, like the hallway. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, if there are no further questions... Uh... Oh, there is one more thing. We have been able to, we have been able to uh, intercept 
we, we've seen a, a word come across uh, several of these transmissions. We don't quite know what it means, but uh, that is something we are hoping you can look into as well while you're down there. Uh, the word is <laughs> mind viper. Mind viper. The viper. Viper or wiper with a W. <laughs> or maybe it's wiper in a German accent. Mm. Or mind wiper. Is this having to do with cats? <laughs> mm, that is what we need to do. What question is that? That is what you are to investigate. We have only audio to go by. So, mind snake, mind cleaning rag, or mind cat noise. What is it, Agenda? Which one was it? <laughs> That's what you're going to find out. <laughs> you're most exasperating, man. You know that? <laughs> That's why they pay me the big pound. <laughs> Be quid. Are there any new toys in the electronic smorgasbord uh, that we might be able to avail ourselves <clears throat> of before we do? Uh, yes, you might, you might wish to stop by... Uh, you, you might wish to stop by our equipment branch before you go. Hmm. Can't we get there without being killed? <laughs> yes, I, and he hits, a, he hits a button on the wall and you hear rumblings and, and grindings of gears and, and outside in the hall. Yes, the floor will give you no more trouble. Ever so kind of you. What about the ceiling? There's <laughs> <laughs> no point. The, wall, the, the hall has already done its job, and you have already shown your lack of ability to... Uh... I, I, wish, I wish you better luck in the mission than you have had in the Hall of Trials. Let's put it that way. Agenda, may I just remind you that you're really in a stunning position, very much like a piñata. <laughs> yes. <laughs> May I remind you that I am your superior? Very good. And you be superior. <laughs> do, do lose sleep over it. We'll be seeing you. Tomato, tomato, semantics. It's all semantics. I'll remember that when your paycheck is. <laughs> <laughs> Toodaloo, my good agenda. Toodaloo. Good luck. Okay, and you, you, uh know the way down to the equipment branch. You go out of the office and, and head down in the elevator to to the equipment lab and you go in there and of course all kinds of things are being are being uh, worked on. You've got um, you've got several you got dummies that are being tied to things and, and uh, um, <laughs> I'm feeling rather uninspired right now, but there are some very uh, There's you know, things, things happening. Things <laughs> happening. Yeah, seriously. Hmm. Does anybody um, yell duck? <laughs> lethal research. There's, a, there's you in the lab. There's a there's a uh, there's a a man eating a pie from a pie tin, and Alma Lane, the head of the equipment branch, who is a kind but a kindly but stern elderly woman. Very reminiscent of a British nanny, scurries over. Now, now, see here, you know we're not, you're not supposed to eat in the lab. And he nods and, and nonchalantly he hurls the pie tin, which, um, which, which hits uh, a dummy. And uh, the pie tin has a serrated edge and the head of the dummy falls to the ground. Ah, very good, very good, perfect. We are ready for that. Uh, we'll make sure that is it at the uh, 
the Queen's family picnic so that, oh. you know, <laughs> help the protection there. Oh, yes, yeah, so Agent uh, Dashwood Tang... Uh, I keep using your real names, damn it all. Uh, Agent uh, <laughs> Ballista Kita, Agent Tank, Agent... Uh, um, Professor? I'm, yeah, but I thought I was missing someone. Codex. Coats. God dang it! I'm sorry, Nikki. Agent Codex. It's quite all right. And, and <laughs> Professor. Ah, you're going Hello. to that American flimflam thing, aren't you? The. Uh... <laughs> exactly. That's that bit of rubbish that they've got going on for this silly show. I mean, it's not as if it's yes, it's not I as mean... if it's Doctor Who or anything, is it? No, of course not. Well, what could be, really? Oh, Except I agree. Doctor Who, of course. My, my children love that show. But I digress. Um, here, I have some, some things for you. Um, apparently, one of the pastimes that these people like to engage in are uh, um, some sort of games where they have peculiar dice that they roll. And we have a special set here for you. Uh... I, I don't know much about this, but as near as we could tell, they take on the personas of other of, of <laughs> characters of some sort. It's very strange. But uh, here, and she Sounds goes... Sounds fiendish, positively fiendish. I thought so. I mean, <laughs> these people should learn to have real lives. They're much more exciting. But anyway... <laughs> you mean kind of like a character imitation game? Yes, exactly. An imitation <laughs> character. I mean... It, this is rather silly. That could, for example, they could someone could try playing you, Professor, in one of these games. How how silly is oh that? My. Oh my! Oh my! That would be horrible. It's just like an actor <laughs> sort of game. I'm sorry. Is this like an actor improvisation sort of? I, I well, it seems that way. Yes, but they have these strange dice here, and she goes to off. Be or not. To be, that is the... Does that work? If I roll this dice, and I will suddenly become Shakespearean. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I, was just given these, I was just given these dice to work from. Let me, and she goes off into the back and comes back a moment later with... Uh, with... Uh, how many have it? Four of you. Four uh, small cases. And... Uh, she gives them to you and opens and, and has one to demonstrate, and she opens one up, and of course it's got the strange polyhedral plastic pieces that we're all familiar with. These are just platonic solids with numbers on them. I don't understand. Well, that's what I'm going to show you. And uh, she takes out the the uh, this one here has twelve sides, you see, and and this one here has twenty. Now, novel. yes. Now, um, and she she says, "Let me show you what they do." I'm going to use the twelve-sided uh, dice to demonstrate here. And she bellows, "Clear!" <laughs> people, people In her dulcet start tones, stirring out of the way. Yeah, and she, she. Now you see, if I push. Now, you must push rather hard because, uh, but if you press the 12, click, and she tosses the 
the 12-sided dice, and it, in about five seconds, <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yes. You could really burn up one of these SIGs with these things, couldn't you? <laughs> yes. So here you have the exploding dice, and... The 20-sider is exactly the same. If you press the 20, it arms the the uh, grenade, and you have a five-second timer, and then it will explode. Now, here, and she pulls out, she uh, gets the eight-sided dice out. Sorry, guys, I've got I've got a lingering cold, and it's doing horrible things to my nose. So, anyway. Yeah, sorry. I don't have a mute button either, so I'm making all kinds of gross noises. Um, so she pulls out the eight-sider, and she says, Now, here, if you press on the, uh, the eight, and she presses it, and spikes shoot out of the points on the eight-sided <laughs> dice. I hope she was wearing a shark glove while she did that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's got a handle, but or you know, it's got enough where she can she can hold on to the. There's one spot that's not, you know. Oh, I see. Okay, it didn't yeah. impale her hand. Would she? No, no, no. It didn't impale her hand. Good. Well, that's very <laughs> useful if you need to attach a piece of paper to the wall or something similar. Well, yes, but it's even more useful if you need a throwing weapon in a pinch. Ooh, very nice. And then, and she pulls out the four cider, and she says, "Now this is a tracking." Uh, device right here if you uh, press the four it'll activate and uh, you have a uh, receiver in the six cider here and this also doubles as a radio is that the so d4 could, or the d6 the d6 <clears throat> the d4 the, the d4 is the tracking uh, it's kind of like it's a homing device. The six is a receiver. The six is the receiver, but it also doubles as a uh, radio. So if you so you can talk or listen. Is it a walkie-talkie? Essentially, yes. So others that have a others that have a D six of this type will be able will be able to uh, communicate with each other. Very good. Yes. Very the good. eight, the eight, and the. The eight exploded? No, well, the, eight the eight had, had spikes. Spikes. <laughs> the 12 and the 20 exploded. Oh, and I'm sorry, I should have said the 12, the 20, and the 10 explode. Uh, My bad. Ten. Are they in graduated strengths according to their numbers? Like, is a, is a 20 much more powerful than the 10? Um, no. They're, based, good. they're all the same. Very good. Because that yeah. hadn't occurred to me. <laughs> but, Go ahead uh, and say yes, then. Yes, they explode. <laughs> How clever. Yes, the 10 will take out a card game, and the, the 20 will take out a, a, a car. A small room. Yeah. yeah. A, a LARP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of these notes. Let's end this thing. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. Paper beats rock. D20 explodes. Beats everybody. <laughs> Are there any questions? Hmm. 
Good. Uh, well, all right then. Well, it's. Oh, oh been... yes. How sensitive <laughs> are they? You have to push the numbers to arm them, or does jostling them a bit too much? Uh, now, that's... come now. This is we are the professional equipment branch of the Ministry Q. Do you honestly think we are? Darling, going... that's why I'm asking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am rather offended, Agent Codex. <laughs> yes, of course, you can jostle them and they won't... Whoopsie! No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darling, I heard that your niece was feeling poorly and I brought these, uh, I brought these earrings for you to give to her. I picked them up in, 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 um, in the south of France. I'm sure she liked them. Here you are. Oh, that is so thoughtful. Thank you, uh, Agent Ballistakida. Most welcome. I'll never forget the lipstick you gave me on the last, uh, you know, last mission. It was very, no. it was very uh, effective. Saved well, my life. We girls must stick together. <laughs> it's girls. <laughs> girls. <laughs> yes, my English girls. accent sucks. <laughs> you know what? That's not what I was saying. Just the thought of it. And anyway, it's just funny. That's all. Uh, Don't be yes, so I'm, defensive. If we had, too. if we, if, if we this had, dice works like this. <laughs> I love it. Such a delicate blossom. So. And I apologize to Guilt Blade and any other other listeners we have across the pond. God. We're constantly apologizing. Yeah, we, we, we don't should, go for any awards. We just do it. <laughs> hey, at least we know our British accents are bad. Yeah. That's true. I refuse to admit that. I think mine is smashing in a go. bad, crappy sort of way. So <laughs> mine is at least as good as Kevin Costner's. So. Oh, oh God. <laughs> He's professional, you know. <laughs> right. professional, that's right. <coughs> he gets paid cash money. <laughs> <laughs> on the barrel head. Cash on the barrel head. Well, very good. I suppose I feel... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit tired and banged up after that hallway, and I'm very glad I wasn't carrying these at the time, <laughs> but I will carry them and hold on to them very carefully. Thank you. Thank you very we much. We put them in these very convenient little velvet pouches, yes? Yes. It yes, looks very much like a Crown Royal bag, actually. Is that a subtle disguise you've created? So. Make of it what you will. So. And may I just say, that's a very fetching blouse you're wearing today. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Now, for a drink. Can... I was just hmm? saying, now oh, all of you... Good idea, though, Lisa Kita. Let's get out of here before they test us with something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guns <laughs> up the odd arm somewhere, darling. Let's go. Do you have that flask of bourbon with you, Codex? <laughs> Can I have a small nip? Just, just. <laughs> here, here you are, darling. Help yourself. Thank you so much. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That was a love potion. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're wrong game. Sorry, wrong game. <laughs> 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 Whoopsies! Been there, done that, burnt the yeah. cart. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you lounge uh, lizard, lounge lizard time, or or what? <laughs> hmm. 
Well, now I'm kind of in a quandary. We can go. To, we can go on to the next thing and go up to the point where where it would be a. Uh, the the, ne the next scene is rather involved, but we could take it to the point where Dude, action may or may not go. Exist. Yeah, I know. So I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. How um, much can we fit into 15 minutes? That depends. But hmm. we've got 10 hours of um, Galactic Patrol to discuss. <laughs> that wow. we do. Do you really? Okay. Wow. All right, well, that's up to you guys if you want to. Episode 17 is classic. You know, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd never see that scene that that episode with the Mr. Kaiser in it be, 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 before. <laughs> You know what I love? I love it when they hit the asteroid belts and everybody races from side to side of the ship. Oh, ah! yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> That's, I think that might have been my favorite part. You know, I have a feeling that they're going to bring that Kaiser fellow back again sometime in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think so? Fascinating. Oh, they have to, leaving him, him stranded on a deserted planet? <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> The curse of Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> just so. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just uh Oh damn. <laughs> William Shetland played Captain Who. Mm. <laughs> Captain uh, Captain no, Doctor Who. Doctor Cap Who. No. <laughs> yum yum for Nikki. <laughs> um, What's on the William moon and Shetland, I don't know who's on Mars mm -hmm. uh, Captain Samuel E. Corrigan Corrigan, Captain Corrigan Yes I'm Corrigan, a, I'm a strange just like alien the planet <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at the top of his lungs Kaiser <laughs> <laughs> Oh man uh, Yes I suppose I I, I I'd like to change for dinner and go to the local lounge because I hear Romando and his vibes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I assume if you guys are discussing the episodes that we're on the plane at the, uh, the plane at this point. Oh, okay. I mean, and you don't Romando have to be. and his vibes were hired to come on the flight. Then <laughs> <laughs> fetch me another martini, would you? Mm. Three <laughs> this time, thanks. There's a good girl. <laughs> yes, we're on the plane. <laughs> now, what is She's the purpose of this? Sort of, isn't she? What is the purpose of this episode, where um, where uh, the the captain and the and the Sparky Man are fighting with each other? <laughs> the Sparky Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Mr. Spark. Uh, uh. I think they're vying for the affections of. What was her name, Miss Threepence, Threepence, Tuppence? You know, the communications officer. Oh, I think no, no, it had something to do with the, the oh, Sparky's no. prospective wife, Miss T-Shirt. That's <laughs> where I should have named her, damn it. You know, can I change and do a retcon? That's her name, Samantha <laughs> Tuppence. This sounds better than Fivepence. I was trying to go for the Nichols thing, but I like Tuppence. Samantha Tuppence. That, that's awesome. <laughs> Make a note of that and change it. <coughs> Excellent. So take a yum-yum for that. There you go. What? <laughs> We're Tuppence. 
Who? The yum yum for tuppence. <laughs> you. Me? Oh. Yes. Well. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Because that, that just sounds better to me than Samantha Fivepence. Tuppence just has a bit, just flows better. Tuppence a bike. Tuppence. Exactly. Tuppence all our plane hasn't been <clears throat> taken over by the agents of darkness, has it? Nope. Actually, yeah? your flight your flight is uneventful. Oh. Hmm. How novel. <laughs> it's one for the diary. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had an uneventful <laughs> flight, have we? Mm. <laughs> we well, at at least once a year. <laughs> and... Uh, if there and if you guys want to continue to discuss and banter amongst yourselves, you may, or we can cut to the landing. Cut to the chase. Cut no. to the ex- <laughs> so to speak. Not exactly. Oh, so to speak. The, the plane door is open and we'll go tearing off running. <laughs> chasing, chasing. Where are you going? I don't know. I'm chasing. I'm chasing. Ah. <laughs> All right. As leaves the plane, I really must learn that Mr. Spark death grip. That's amazing. The Galvanian death grip. The Galvanian death grip, yes. But Mr. Tina, hold still. I want to see if I can work this out. Ready? Yeah, try this. It shouldn't hurt a bit. <laughs> well, no, it won't hurt me anyway. Like stones. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Here? No. Here? No. <laughs> Thump. Oh. Tell me when you're feeling dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Is there a vehicle waiting for us? I'm sorry? Is there a vehicle waiting for us? Uh, yes, you land, you get off the plane, and you disembark, and there is a limousine uh, waiting for you. Yes, um, I am. I'm here to take you to the uh, the convention hotel. Are you indeed? Yes. So Olga uh, twists his arm up behind his back and slams him <laughs> under the hood. <laughs> what the hell? Feet apart, feet apart. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Dash Codex, <laughs> Professor Tank, I don't care who find out who this person is and what they have on them. Okay, I'm searching him. Dashwood has a mirror on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> searching the undercarriage of the limo for explosives. Well done, that man. <laughs> the professor is just standing back, shaking arms crossed, shaking his head. <laughs> Not unlike the GM. Actually. <laughs> it's been ten hours since someone tried to kill all of us. I think we're due. <laughs> I take I take the chauffeur's hat and slam it to the ground and <laughs> flinch. Lord, what the hell's the matter with you people? <laughs> we're just exercising some healthy caution. And you're getting a crowd is gathering from all around. <laughs> Security! Security! These people are mad! <laughs> no, we're just Englishmen. Well, some of us, anyway. So, don't a... worry about it. We are security. <laughs> oh. Are we undercover? I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Oops. 
it's okay. It's all and good. Somebody, somebody, oh. tip him a dollar. I'm sure that that will be fine. If he's unarmed, then nothing is hurt but his feelings. I'm certainly. I didn't harm. I didn't injure his arm enough so that he couldn't drive. Don't worry. There'll be extra oh. cash in it for you, good man. There Did you try a hell of a lot of? On him? Oh, go ahead and make a um. <laughs> who was doing the? Who was searching him? I was. Okay, go ahead and make a brains roll. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually make a roll today. You never know. Oh, that's better. I roll a five. Okay, you do not find anything of, okay. out of the ordinary. Okay. There you okay. go. He grudges. You know what? The hell with this. This no money is worth it. I'm. You guys can find another way in there. These guys are crazy. And he starts to uh, walk, walk off toward the. Um, he starts to get back in his limo. Uh, 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 <laughs> if you're going to leave, you're going to leave the limo. I trust Tank behind the wheel before I trust you, quitter. Pulls him out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> do you do a judo flip and wow. bang him on the ground? <laughs> no, just pull him out of the car. It's like you, you don't have to take this job, but you're not taking the vehicle. That's my vehicle! My company's vehicle. Is it? Well. <laughs> she talks to him. Dashwood glides by and picks the keys out of his pocket. <laughs> Tosses them <laughs> to tank. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to roll for that. <coughs> Go ahead okay. and make a, uh, make a... This is why we don't get anything done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. What do I have to make? Sidetrack? Uh, Never. <laughs> no, not us. Um... <laughs> Go ahead and make a. And would that fall under Ultra Spy? Probably. Well, no, that's just standard pickpocketing. Go ahead and make a body roll. And actually, since you don't have a pickpocketing skill, I'm going to say make a default body roll. So you've got. Uh, so I get half, half seven. Yes. I have to beat seven between five and seven again. No, just uh, seven or under. Bugger, fourteen. And he snatches the keys away from you. Hey! <laughs> oh, <I'm> Security! <laughs> several, several uniformed airport security guys come walking out. What seems to be the trouble here? Oh, thank goodness. I was wondering when you were going to get here. Um, you will arrange transportation for us to the center of town, to the finest hotel. Uh, none of the scab labor that this gentleman seems to be, but a really, a really, a quality establishment, a fine vehicle, well stocked with booze. And what is your name? She lifts a tag on his. Uh, Who the guard the or his, you know, the, on the, the, the security guards? The security guard. Preferably uh, a convertible, my good man. Thanks so much. Dave, David Wilkinson. And you, uh, Officer Wilkinson, I'm going to hold yeah. you personally responsible, and you would get all the credit for the kind of treatment that we get when we're here. All if right. It's good. Right. And he turns to, hey, Carl, I'm sorry, I don't know what the hell these people are on about, uh, but we, we but are under orders to give them what they want, so uh, sorry to... And he kind of gives them a dismissive wave, and guard glares at you as he... As he Moves off. Crowd. <laughs> Do you have a convertible limousine, my good man? <laughs> Very partial. 
Well, you okay. know, for a, very powerful. Yum yum, I might. Oh no, it's not that. Not like them. <laughs> the professor could make it a convertible limousine. Yeah, <laughs> out of coconuts. <laughs> so he he says, "Wait here, I'll try and see if I can rustle something up for you." But try to be nice to this one, please. And he goes off and comes back a few minutes later with a uh, with a uh, with a rather fetching-looking young woman at his side. Ah. Well, hello. Oh, hello. I'm Genevieve Straightlace. (laughs) (laughs) Genevieve, nice to meet you. Very attractive shoes, I approve. (laughs) (laughs) Very attractive everything. Ah, well, you're... Not such a bad specimen yourself there, sir. Um, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I am to take you to the uh, hotel where they're having the Galactic Patrol convention. Oh, at the very least. Mm-hmm. And how would you feel about a little light dinner? Dancing? Surely there's some sort of dancing establishment here in this town. Well, I'm on, I'm on duty, sir. Oh, dancing. I only come here for the dancing. <laughs> well, even even folk on duty have to eat, yeah? Think about it. <laughs> well <laughs> And he drinks and gets in the car. <laughs> Watch out for this one, Genevieve. I'm certainly he'd love to get you into a space capsule all by himself. <laughs> I'm 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 not sure I would mind. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, it's your it's your reentry uh, funeral uh, whatever. <laughs> I, I think Very the good. prospect of I think the prospect of reentry sounds particularly appealing. I see. Okay, you two belong together. I'm getting into the vehicle. <laughs> You're about to hear the sound of a cork popping out of a bottle, or at least you'd better. <laughs> she goes from here. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts pouring the, the champagne and having a good long drink in the back of the limo. Yes, I'll have one of one of those two. Just hand me that bottle there. Of course, <laughs> Professor. Here you are. Am I driving oh, or grass. somebody else driving? <laughs> you I think Genevieve is our chauffeur. Isn't, it? <laughs> isn't Genevieve our chauffeur? Yes, oh. she is. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not driving. That's good. Then here's a glass for you as well. Here you are. Thank you very much. <laughs> Champagne in the limo on the way to the... This is yes, a classy exactly. joint. We don't just to drink the... out of the bottles, you know. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I use a crazy straw and I pull it out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do we got class? Hey, we fought through silk. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> wow! <Classic>. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are, uh, on our way to the not Star Trek convention. No, no, the Galactic <laughs> Patrol. The Galactic Patrol convention. The GPC. Gipcon. <laughs> Going to Gipcon. Gipcon. Oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> that's funny. 
Take my take a yum yum from me. <laughs> no, no, take a yum yum. That's funny. Chip con. Chip con. This is off to a very good start, I think. I'm having a, a good time yeah. with it. Okay, so you're driving along toward the toward the uh, hotel, and uh, so are you all in the back of the limo, or how how are you? Uh, could, could, I picture I'm in the back. I of the Olga in the back of the limo, yeah. Yeah, and then she's got the partition thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. and as you're going through, you can see out the windows, and you as you get closer to your destination. You see a lot of people who are converging on the hotel who are normally dressed, but there are a lot of other individuals who are, in fact, in, in some pretty elaborate costumes. Some of them are looking look like like uh, there are a lot of people wearing the uh, ears and contact lenses to make them look more like Mr. Spark. And... Uh, some of the creatures you've seen from the uh, episodes. And make uh, make brains. Now we'll use Ultra Spy because it, it's you're trained for make Ultra Spy rolls, please. Ooh. Ultra Spy. <sighs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, wow. I just made it. I didn't. Oh. I rolled a well. I, don't know. I rolled a seventeen, and my ultra spy is a sixteen. Oh, harsh. I rolled a nineteen. Ouch. But oh. I, bet, I bet you yum yums might buy that down. No, we do don't that. buy down. We re-roll. Oh come ah. on. No, we don't buy down. We re-roll. Bugger. I'll, I'll re-roll. Okay, that's three yum yums, please. Okay. No. Oh, let's see. I have. I still have something labeled special yum yums from last time. Are those still around? Uh yeah sure if you if you have them handy sure uh, I don't I don't remember what everybody had from that so if you well, have them have them yeah yep. exactly oh well that's worse <clears throat> oh that's funny <laughs> oh no. I'm using my I'm using my DM dice or something I guess <laughs> okay you uh, let's see who made the roll da- uh, Codex made the roll I got thirteen and my ultra spy is fourteen. Okay, so you made it very well. You notice that there are a lot of cars that seem to be full of these. There are these villains from a couple of the first season episodes. Well, they were in the first season, and they show up again in the second season called Cyber Soldiers. And they wear these really funky-looking helmets with, uh, with um, let's see, what would be the... The 60s equivalent of circuitry and such on them. Oh, big flashing light bulbs across big the Big flashing line. light bulbs, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. And they're very... Uh, red, green, blue, red, green, blue, yellow. <laughs> but you notice that a couple of the of carloads of these soldiers are, are... I mean, everybody's kind of going toward the same direction, but these seem more focused. When, when, when your limo turns... The slightest bit there, you know, you you just you're 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 getting a bad vibe off of these cars. Tank, Professor. Hmm. Yes, uh, what? But uh, 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 oh, sorry, ballista, <laughs> bugger, ballista. 
We need to find a nickname for her. <laughs> you need to get your Dog. Olga is fine. Olga, I don't care if they call me Olga. You need to stop uh, concentrating Olga on Genevieve. Genevieve. <laughs> Perhaps I'm being just a, a hair, a, a scintilla even, just a tiny bit hypersensitive, but cast your, uh, your glance to the right and to the left, to our sides. Do these fellows not look a touch intense? Oh, please. Bloody Cybermen ripoffs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they seem to be inordinately fond of our vehicle, or perhaps our persons, who's to say. <clears throat> Shall we dispose of them now or later? Hmm. Uh, Olga taps on the partition to the front of the vehicle. And as she, as the partition starts to slide aside, one of the cars uh, pulls up alongside yours, and you see a red, uh, pulsing, not pulsing light. I hate, ugh, I hate not knowing what things look like sometimes. Um, oh hell with it. A red beam shoot out and mm. melts the driver's side window and she screams ah! and falls forward and you suddenly are speeding much much faster gathering speed quite quickly oh my well that and was that, a bad career choice <laughs> how big is the that, window partition between our oh we're going to end here that is <laughs> Was that a shark with a laser beam strapped to its frickin' head? <laughs> no. A cyber soldier with a laser beam strapped to its frickin' head. No, you can't stop there. Oh, yes, I, I can. And that's reason. your reaction to, that's to why I can stop right there. I think the reason he continued was so that he could stop there. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. He's a fiend. Hmm. Yes. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Yes, I am. Yes. Wow. With a piercing horn section. That's our fiend. Piercing horns. Excellent. All right. So, see, the tangent that you thought was a tangent was really not a tangent at all. It was a different sort of tangent. Yeah. That's it was right. a cosine. This That's is not right. the tangent <laughs> oh, oh. oh, God, not math jokes. Not <laughs> Not after the early part of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, going into Star Trek really struck a chord. <laughs> it made me hungry for pie. Yeah. And that was made use of it as well, Final decibel. Mm-hmm. Help. And <laughs> this doesn't add up. <laughs> Nikki was playing Codex well, though. She got all the angles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys take it because this is I, I'm, too I'm, easy, really. <laughs> I'm just over here. Yeah, I hate to be. Yeah, I hate to be a negative Nelly about it, but you know, <laughs> I'm pretty positive we've about milked this for. All it's equal to. Maybe. Oh, we've only explored a fraction. 
Yeah, it's but some of these terms are so... Some of, example. some of these terms are so common that it's easy to overlook, you know. So you're saying that we're going to go down to the, to, to, the, to the least common denominator? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's saying you'll need a Venn diagram to figure it out. <laughs> well, if I, were, I, I would say that uh, this evening's gaming experience with Sex, Lies, and Ultra Spies was prime. <laughs> and, thank you, thank you. And uh, that's actually, that was actually not but mostly we're not, joke, but mostly true. <laughs> but we're not so quite cool. sure whether it's fact or fiction. Factor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. That was, oh. I'm going to be in the middle of pouring my coffee tomorrow morning, and I'm going to hear one tree in my head. <laughs> Start laughing. Uh. One tree, yeah, one tree, yes. Nelson. <laughs> one tree, Nelson. Uh, um, here's a link directly to the glossary part of the jargon file. There's other stuff too, which is interesting. But oh, cool! That has the actual <laughs> definitions and all of uh, of of that, and and AFK is in fact listed. Ah, excellent! Along with a lot of interesting, cool stuff. Okay. Excellent. And I expect Ooh, everyone bases, to have them memorized by next week. Two weeks. Two your, weeks. They actually have an, an entry in, in, in here for all your base are belong to us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> As well it should. All your base are? I think the... Well, you haven't heard that one. All your base are belong to us. What's a base are? No, no. no. All, <laughs> all your it's, base. It's, it's, it's a bad translation, basically. Yeah, oh, yeah, bad. it was from yeah. a Japanese video game that was translated into English. Oh, and when the, when the computer player <laughs> base says, me, all your base belong to us. <laughs> all your base are be, 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 be belong to us. Definition, a declaration of victory or superiority. The phrase stems from a 1991 adap adaptation of, of Toa Plan's Zero Wing shoot 'em up arcade games for the Sega Genesis game console. A brief introduction was added to the opening screen, and it has what many consider to be the worst Japanese-to-English translation in video game history. The introduction shows the bridge of a starship in chaos as a Borg-like figure named Katz materializes and says, How are you, gentlemen? All your base are belong to us. <laughs> you, you have now been educated and know something that quite a few other people don't know, even though they use the phrase regularly. And I feel now, so privileged. If you want real fun, look for that on YouTube. I'm sure that there's still videos up. Probably. <laughs> I understand also that the list of things that Mr. Welch can't do in an RPG mm -hmm. or at a tabletop uh -huh. game has grown to has grown to almost 2,000 now. Yeah. Mr. Who can't what? Glenn Welch did a list of things that he's not allowed to do in uh, in tabletop gaming. Oh. <laughs> Really? Up the Welch list? It's gone up almost to 2,000. How do we get him as a guest? <laughs> oh, you you know what? It would be such a mixed blessing because this man is insane. <laughs> you want to get an idea of who this guy is? Listen to Labor of Love on RPGMP3.com. Find that and just listen from the beginning. The insane uh, dwarf... Uh, <clears throat> Is is that guy playing the character, and he does such an he does an excellent job. But that list is hysterical. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Hmm. Alpha geek, huh? I have found a link 
companion. To the all your base or belong to us thing that I mentioned. There we go. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. And Yay. it actually opens up with the actual scene from from Zero Wings. You can see all of the bad translation in that, and it goes into this neat techno song with all these <laughs> j- with all of these Photoshop JPEGs in the like, in the video. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now this is this You're is welcome. this is this is uh, video, like sub not subtitles because there's no but it's not it's not audio. It has it's subtitles just... too. It has subtitles too, but it does have audio. Yeah. Oh okay. Cool. Black Dude. screen of death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> PC requires a cold boot to recover. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Unhappy phenomenon is known as the black screen of death, or the blue screen of death. That's funny. Oh, no, even feedback, token feedback. terms. Let's, is there anything in particular that you want to see more of, less of? More things that explode. <laughs> I, I don't know. Seems to be it. We're very early, very very early in the game, and yes, I true. do like I do like the fact that. Uh, uh, the ministry does not coddle, does not coddle its membership, and yeah. yes. because they'd be doing them no favors by doing so. <laughs> That's right. So we may grumble, or Olga may grumble, but she understands the raison d'être. Still think it would behoove Agenda to experience life as a pinata just once. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that link I just sent is to the to beginning of the list of the thousand uh, 1925 things Mr. Welsh is not allowed to do during an RPG <laughs> in the middle here number 57 in the middle of a black op I cannot ask a guard to validate parking <laughs> <laughs> this is familiar this is yeah. yeah it's been out for a while yeah I've heard 101 yeah. things Skippy is no longer allowed to do in the army <laughs> <laughs> Similar list. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I should. I should, this is this. This one's gonna have to make the show notes again. I think I posted. This is good. I like it. <laughs> An awful lot of stuff here on this list yeah. that I don't think I'll have memorized in two weeks. Memorized. <laughs> Yeah. You're just supposed to. The funny thing about them is you're supposed to imagine the game situation that caused the rule to come into existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no Nomish god of heavy artillery. Right. <laughs> a one man band is not an a, a appropriate bard instrument. <laughs> oh, why not? Yeah, really. And some GM told them, now you add this to your list of what you're not allowed to do because I'm not going to have this argument again. My monk's no lips invent- must be in sync. <laughs> no inventing the minefield. <laughs> How long does it take to play a game with him as he has to rummage through his 2,000 things that he's not allowed to do? To make My sure. He doesn't bother with that. He just comes up with a new thing he shouldn't be allowed to do. <laughs> My superhero will not spend points to fly just because he's too lazy to walk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, now we know he was I'm playing not. champions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's uh, this, this is from one. all different I am not games. allowed to base any droid off any character played by Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> I can see C-3PO with a baseball bat, you know? <laughs> Quoting Bob Dobbs while charging into battle is unusual. Quoting Bob Newhart <laughs> is right out. Quoting Bob Dylan is just silly. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. this, okay. this does go they on for a while, but it's excellent. It's excellent. Yes. I don't know. I character. think if you're, I think if you're entering a battle where the stone, where the rock giants are f- throwing boulders at you, I think speaking, shouting uh, Bob Dylan's "Everybody Must Get Stoned" is quite appropriate. <laughs> <sighs> I do not have weapon proficiency in cat. <laughs> <laughs> I like I number not... one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go right ahead. No. I. <laughs> I I cannot keep my phaser on disintegrate just because it's the coolest setting. <laughs> <laughs> no, number one is cannot base characters off the Who's drummer Keith Moon, <laughs> which is the Muppets animal. So there you go. That'd be great. It, the bard, that's what he was. He was a dwarf bard in uh, Labor of Love. He was mm. looking for better costuming for his evening concert uh, at the inn. At the beginning of the game, I'm looking for something in black, preferably darker. <laughs> Any oh. character named El Robotico <laughs> Refi de Fuego is begging to be vetoed. <laughs> I'm telling you, just randomly pick from this. It's a I know. There is no summon bimbo spell. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, it's twenty after ten. Folks, I know we I'll need to get going. <laughs> I'll post a link to this change list and the rest of the stuff. Oh, Thank you very, Bye. very much again, um, Blind Geek. Hey. Oh, you're yes. welcome. And uh, and um, there we are. Okay, excellent. Uh, two weeks from tonight. Yep. Two weeks from tonight. Sounds yeah. good. All right, cool. Everybody, get some sleep and stay warm, stay safe, and thanks again. Okay. All right. Good night, all. And there it was, off to a rollicking start in a very hip, happening, and psychedelic decade. For characters that themselves are hip, happening, and, I don't know, maybe not so much psychedelic as fashionably dressed. Who knows? (laughs) It was a great deal of fun, and thanks very much again to Hex Games and... Sex Lies and uh, Sex Lies and Ultra Spies and thank you thank you very much for listening I believe that the plan is the plan as I smile out of one side of my face and look quizzically out of the other the plan is to continue with Sex Lies and Ultra Spies in, uh, in the next Gutter Skypes session so we'll just find out whether that in fact takes place hopefully it will but until then thanks again and See you then.